Aloha and welcome fellow dreamers within this dream, light guardians, shifters, friends within this holographic matrix. Thank you so much for joining in once again for another very in inspirational, exciting, educational paradigm shift broadcast. Tonight we are here for a paradigm shift dream class. The ever, ever oh exciting dream class, an opportunity for us to be able to come together, to be able to practice sharing and discussion related to dreams, dream practices, dream stories, lucid dreaming, all the things that you would expect, astral projection, consciousness, metaphysics, what it means to be this multidimensional being here within this holographic universe. So thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in. For those of you who are tuned in to the future, of those of you who are tuned in live, please feel free to drop those 1111s in the chat to be able to make sure that you can hear me okay. For those of you tuned in on TikTok and Instagram, click the link in my bio to be able to join in on YouTube as we are broadcasting there right now. And with that said, I just want to be able to acknowledge that I am joined here once again by some fellow amazing shifters, leading members within the Paradigm Shift Central community. So fellow dreamers within this broadcast, gently feel free to unmute your microphone and let's make some noise and send some love out to all the people who are tuned into this broadcast. So go ahead, just do like animal woo woo woo. Oh, oh, oh. Awesome. They're hearing us like all the way on the farthest reaches of the internet. They can hear us. So perfect. All right. So thank you again, everyone, so much for joining. Thank you for those of you who are tuned in on any platform. Again, you can watch us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, you can also find us on Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes. And so again, just to kind of like set the bigger picture. The Paradigm Shift Central community, this is a project about being able to help build a space for us to be able to come together as conscious creators and leaders to support each other within this ongoing shift in consciousness, this ongoing awakening, people who are continuing to kind of like understand that there is more to this reality than meets the eye, that we are multidimensional beings and really exploring what that means. And one of the ways in which we can do that is through the topic of dreams. Dreams are one of the most accessible topics for us to be able to practice having these conversations related to dimensions and metaphysics and again just like this idea of like what is this reality what is it about and how can we be ultimately become better dreamers within this dream so we're going to go around the circle in the next few moments to be able to pass the talking stick and to be able to practice having conversations related to dreams related to dream stories some tips we'll be taking questions from those of you in the chat again this is the 32nd or 33rd dream class that we've done so if you're looking for more dream class uh, please feel free to check the past ones and you can find the link for that in the youtube info as well and before we dive into this i just want to again be able to thank everyone for being here thank you again to our patreon supporters if you enjoy the the content that we are creating here and just like the work that we are that we are putting into the project to be able to share it with the wider community and to be able to provide this value and this inspiration definitely be sure to check out the patreon and consider signing up there when it works for you and by signing up on patreon with a monthly contribution you can also join as a leading member which will give you the option to join on air for future dream classes and other broadcasts join our private membership chat get discounts for the shop all sorts of cool stuff so thank you again to our patreon supporters but thank you again sincerely to all members of the community if you are listening to this broadcast you are a part of the team you are a part of the tribe you're a part of the shift so thank you so much for being here so again my name is brendan mystic spider-man skull babylon for those of you who may be new and if it's your first time tuned in go ahead drop a 333 in the chat just so we can see and acknowledge and say hello to you and so as we kind of go through this conversation again 
again, we're just going to practice passing the talking stick around. We'll have some discussion. We'll share some stories. We'll share some tips. This is a great opportunity for people who may be new to the dream practice, for those of you who may be experienced with it, and ultimately for us to be able to come together as a community to be able to help develop accountability, for us to develop consistency with this practice. It's one of those practices where when you're doing it by yourself, it's very easy to just kind of like let it go and let it fall to the wayside. So that's why having a community is actually one of the pillars in terms of the dream practice itself. We'll talk a little bit more about that. You know, we're talking about like, oh yeah, dream journaling, meditation, reality checks, just being aware of like energy cultivation, creation of sacred space and community. Community is absolutely one of those pillars. So that's what we're, we're honored to be able to create that here tonight and to be able to share that space with you anybody who is listening to this in the future so thank you again everyone for joining in uh, if you haven't yet be sure just to explore the links and get more connected to the community thank you to all those who maybe uh, recently tuned in through TikTok or any other platform and uh, yeah with that said keep leaving those comments down in the chat and we are going to dive into this conversation together so all right so again as we set this up for me creating these broadcasts creating this space for us to be able to have this conversation has always some has always been something that I've been incredibly uh, incredibly passionate about even in the early days of my spiritual awakening my awakening to this idea of metaphysics and consciousness and understanding that there was more to this reality than meets the eye a big part of it was through learning about dreams you know it was literally kind of back in the day where I remember um, going to some Gnostic lectures at our library and it was a Gnostic letter lecture literally about astral projection and it was so refreshing and so inspiring to literally just hear someone communicate very clearly very bluntly and very openly this idea of like you are a multi-dimensional being and every single night when you go to sleep your consciousness literally is like in another dimension and so that idea really just kind of like intrigued me and one of the things that's powerful about dreaming is the idea that it's something that you can experience it's something that you can cultivate your own wisdom through and so what are dreams you know we'll talk a little bit more about that within this broadcast but again you know it's this idea that one of the concepts related to dreaming that I think is very important is that through understanding a little bit more about dreams, you also understand this idea that your thoughts create within dreams when you're lucid in a dream uh, more so than often. And so when you understand this concept, you can actually kind of bring it back to this reality and you actually begin to understand that this physical reality is more or less like another version of the dream space, meaning there's certain elements that kind of follow specific patterns and one of those is the idea that your thoughts also create within this reality there's a couple different variables such as time and again just kind of like the idea of like things being more physical the density is a little bit different the vibration is different in this reality but it really helps you kind of understand a little bit more or at least get more curious about this reality when you really start to study dream reality and ultimately to be able to help move us towards more of that space of empowerment to be able to awaken to our potential as dreamers within the shared dream and ultimately to do our best to be able to create as creators within this collective dream to be able to show up and help others awaken to this within themselves so again the intention behind this broadcast is education inspiration empowerment entertainment so thank you again everyone for joining in so with that said we're going to start passing the talking stick around and then we're just going to kind of let the conversation flow where it, wherever it goes this is a chance for spirit consciousness to practice communicating and the other thing i will mention 
is that a little bit later in the broadcast, we're actually gonna be doing a group meditation where we practice visioning ourselves arriving at what we refer to as the dream tree. And so this is this idea of shared dreaming. And through a practice of meditation, we're actually kind of like familiarizing ourselves with the story of us arriving at a tree within the astral planes. And this actually exists. Like we actually have like people within the community who have been to this tree within their dreams and who have met other people through the community in this space. So it's a really, really cool concept so again, we're going to be doing that a little bit later and we'll even just talk a little bit more about, uh, again, just like the shared dreaming as a possible experience. So as we uh, go through this, we're going to pass the talk and stick around and we're going to give an opportunity for some of the fellow leading members to introduce themselves, to share a little bit about what their experiences are with dreams, to share some stories. And yeah, we'll just kind of let the conversation flow where it needs to. So thank you again, everyone. And please keep leaving their comments. For those of you tuned in on YouTube, you are a part of the conversation. For those of you tuned in on TikTok and for those of you tuned in on Instagram, now is the time when you want to jump over to YouTube. So if you're tuned in on TikTok and Instagram, click the link in my profile to make sure you're tuned in on YouTube. That way, so you can listen to everybody in the broadcast. And for those of you on Facebook, I would recommend you also jump over to YouTube to make sure that your comments are being seen. So with that said, we're going to pass it over to Kayla. And uh, just again, mentioning that we also have Kristen and we also have Jacob with us here tonight and we'll hear from them in a moment. So we're going to pass it over to Kayla. So Kayla, when you're ready, we'll pass the talking stick to you. Please feel free to introduce yourself. What brings you to dream class? Why this is something that you're passionate about? A little bit of your own experience. And then if you have some initial stories you want to share right off the start, absolutely. We can do that too. So Kayla, welcome to dream class. Thank you so much for being here and passing the talking stick over to you. Go right ahead. Hi, um, first of all, I'd just like to say thank you, Brandon, for cultivating such a sacred safe space for us to come together as a community and talk about some of these things. Um, dreams have been written off as culturally for so long, you know, oh, that's just dreaming, you know, it doesn't mean anything. So to talk to other like-minded people or even maybe someone out there who is just had their curiosity peak tonight to know that they're not alone. Like if you think that your dreams mean more, they do. Um, so my name's Kayla. I am from the United States. I am fascinated by dreams and I always have been. Um, since a child, I, I always remember having these like super vivid dreams, you know, and of course, you know, just being able to tell those stories. Um, I mentioned to Brendan earlier, the way we, I was actually connected to him and to this community is through a fellow community member in this very small town that I was living in. I managed a coffee shop called Way Cool Beans. And it was super like, it's almost like when you walked in there, you went back in time a little bit. You know, it's super old school. You know, everyone sat at the bar. You don't have your phones out. You know, there's interesting conversations going on in there all the time. I met so many interesting people. And she was actually she'd come in every day because she had a studio in this building and i remember talking to her about some of my dreams at the time and i didn't know that they meant anything different you know i'm just like hey listen to this crazy dream i had and she's like oh honey like you you've got to dive into this a little bit more and so she actually encouraged me to start writing down my dreams and keeping a journal of that and i highly recommend that to anybody out there you know, try to write some of this stuff down and exercise that memory of the brain that helps us tap back into these, um, these dreams. I believe dreaming, you know, for me is like when we first fall asleep and we doze off, 
most of that is just our stress and tension and anger getting released out of the body um, through our subconscious mind. To the realm of things, um, that's where we it, things get a little bit different, you know. And be, I'm sure a lot of us have astral projected without even realizing it. And a lot of that is done, you know, a good example of that is like a near-death experience or anything along those lines, but we can actually tap into this and exercise the part of our brain, like muscle memory, to be able to reach this astral space um, in our dreams and in everyday life through meditation or remote viewing, if anybody has is familiar with that. Um, so I'm just fascinated. And I picked a dream tonight to share with you guys that is pretty special to me because it was one of the first dreams where I was able to, I, I was always recognized that I was dreaming in a way. Um, I never really got to like play with it, but this is the, one of the first dreams I started analyzing it afterwards, you know, like some of these symbols and, you know, like start interpreting it. Like, what does that mean for me right now? You know, what could this mean? It's so off the wall. So this is a dream I decided to share with you guys tonight. Um, I, group of friends of mine, I'm going to keep their names um, anonymous, but we were in the dream, we were in a cabin on the beach, which is an interesting thing because you don't really see cabins on the beach too much. Um, so we were there to try DMT for the first time in this dream. So we got to the cabin and another couple had a gray pit bull. My anxiety overcame me in the dream because I have a dog myself and in the dream it was like oh no like is this all gonna get along with my dog so you know that right there tells me you know I'm already lucid dreaming if I'm worried about real world situations in the dream realm so that's one of the ways to notice um but the dog and my dog got along great there was never enough time to do the DMT without other people around it was okay though the landlord called at one point and left a message about the flies and jokingly said to not give him shit about the flies. And if we wanted a cabin in, on the beach, there was going to be flies. And then in the voicemail, he kept rambling. Um, so we all packed up and left. And somehow I was on a bus. But before that, there were two girls walking past in the cabin. They were dressed to the nine in festival clothes. And like, it was so vivid. This one girl's wearing this crazy, like, rainbow tiger warrior dream cloak like it that's literally what I wrote down was dream cloak in this um video so it was this massive thing it just went all the way down it was stunning so it definitely stood out to me because you know I go to a lot of festivals myself I didn't get a chance to say hello to them as I was on the bus on my way home the, there's a musician named Grizz and he is all about showing love, you know, spreading light and positivity. And he plays the saxophone. That's going to be crucial for the rest of this dream. So he sat next to me and asked what was wrong. I discussed my ascension path and how it was getting clogged with rage, anger, stress, and tension, and, and worry. He immediately pulled out a trombone instead of a saxophone and played me a song. <laughs> In the dream, I was too occupied with my phone to even hear the words um, so, so that I could get a video of this. I asked him about his haircut and the tattoo behind his ear. 
a tattoo behind his ear with a tiny little spaceship with tiny little different colored glowing alien heads floating around the UFO. And it was right here on his neck. He told me it was about a DMT trip that he had on a rooftop in Chicago. So this was in the dream. <laughs> and so he, sorry, I lost my place. He told me I was a beautiful soul and his soul recognized mine. People started crowding at this point and my phone wouldn't take a picture. As, as many times as I tried, because I was meeting this person that was you know, so inspiring to me in so many ways, I couldn't take a picture. The phone was black every time. Um, couldn't get a picture. So I wrote down, I believe this is a reminder to live in the moment, not to be so distracted by the phone and to really take in every account that we have with every other human that we come into contact with to give them our undivided attention. Um, the guy next to us tried to offer us a cigarette to which we <laughs> declined and said that it was whack. And I chose to share this dream because it was the first time my ascension path and some of the struggles that I had had, you know, in my day-to-day -day life came up in a dream where, you know, someone asked me, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? And it just came out right then. You know, my ascension path is clogged. So, you know, I, that was a really special dream to me just because I was able to you know, kind of take that analytical side of the brain, push it out, and then come back to it later at the day and write down, you know, it's to be more present in the moment, you know, not to be so distracted by my phone. You know, I believe we, there's so many synchronicities, even that brought me here tonight to be on air, and we will miss those. If we're not, you know, fully paying attention, we can miss signs, messages, you know, we get them in every, every way, as long as we're listening. So that's um, that's a dream I chose to share with you guys tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you, Kayla, so much for sharing. And again, like it was cool just kind of reading that. And there's a lot of gratitude for it in the chat. Some people, uh, Stella was saying that that gave her chills while listening to that in the chat. It's very relatable. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Oh, so here is... Um, I watched the, the last broadcast on shared dreaming. And so here's one of the really cool stories that this guy, this dream was over a year ago and Grizz just came out with a song called Spaceship on last Friday. And in this song, he says, like I was smoking on DMT, talking to my alien idol <laughs> on a rooftop in Chicago. So. Oh, wow. There you go. So I've always had this really weird connection to this musician, though. Um, so at some point, I know we'll meet, and it'll be great because you're already connected in the astral realm more than once. Totally. Yeah, that is that that is really interesting. Again, just this like this idea of just being able to like connect with souls who maybe we haven't like met like physically, but we still have like a connection with in the dream space and everything. I know that actually. That's actually like kind of like a recurring theme, even for people who, you know, like are tuned into the community and stuff like that. I'll hear about that where people be like, yo, like you showed up in my dream last night. So it's it's really interesting. Again, this idea where the Internet is like obviously connecting us through technology, but it's also kind of echoing the fact that we're already connected etherically as well and then time being non-linear it kind of like ripples in on itself it's very very trippy um so it's, it's, it's so bizarre i feel like go for it thoughts, thoughts on this the internet provides 
like the, the faces and the people look at facebook and social media like all this information our psyches will never forget a face and it will reappear in our dreams so i believe that when we dream that like a whole reality is that we think is real and we live out like it's real most of the time that's what a dream is and we forget about it when we wake up but the most intense dreams is the like you said the lucid dreams are the ones that we can find meaning from and those are the most exciting dreams because they're either really good dreams and like they can have like good emotions attached or they could be really you know scary right nightmares right so it's interesting. I'm I'm really interested in the science behind dreaming. See, I'm I uh, I'm interested in psychology and and like when when there's lucid when we lucid dream, apparently like our prefrontal cortex, the front part of our brain, is lighting up completely under an MRI. So, like that's pretty cool because the prefrontal cortex that has to do with problem solving and and all of the like like really hard like like our math like math problems or like the hard problem solution kind of logic and but also like a lot of processing our senses right our senses yeah it's all sensory yeah and so that's why it's like whoa (laughs) you know during a during a dream and like our brains secrete these uh these um neural transmitters through our endocrine systems and 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 like in our, our nervous system and it's just so amazing how neural networks and i, I just i'm really interested in, in um uh in, in neural chemistry and, and biochemistry i'm actually get, um this fall semester i'm getting into um uh bio, bio 181 and biochemistry and um and all that nice so I'm, I'm getting excited for all that <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool man yeah we'll have to I, again, you know, part of the conversation is even just the idea of, you know, like, like when you look at dreams from a scientific perspective, it really kind of paints this picture that like, you know, what's happening in the mind is basically this idea that like, as the signals are processing from the awareness of the brain, what's happening in the dream is like perceived equally as something real as it would if it was perceived externally. And so this is where it gets into this idea that, you know, like, what is the purpose of dreams? And and that's where I think, again, you know, the purpose of dreams is to give our soul an opportunity to evolve, to give our soul an opportunity to learn. Sorry, J- Jacob, I was just going to, men- I was just going to mention before I pass the microphone back to you, can you, can you do me a favor and just kind of move the camera a little bit further back from your face? Nothing, <laughs> nothing personal. I just, it like fills the screen. That's all we're into it, man. No, not a problem, man. Not a problem. Um, so J- Jacob, let me pass it to you and let me just give you a chance to just like, you know, briefly introduce yourself and then we'll kind of just like go into a little bit more of the conversation. Then we'll, we'll pass it to, to Kristen, uh, as well. So Jacob, back to you. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I, I often ask myself, like, what is dreaming? Like, why do we dream? It must be important because we dream one third of our life, you know? I, when, when I dream, I often dream and I see intelligence as my subconscious sees it. And I believe that the collective unconscious sees intelligence in a certain way. We're evolutionary. We are trying to understand the universe better, and we're trying to socialize and communicate better. So what if we are understanding the universe better while dreaming, and we're communicating with each other more efficiently through dreaming? And that's just an evolutionary thing that we have, started, that we have done. And that is important to us, you know, that, and I feel like that's, that could be a reason why we can have ideas that are similar to someone else in, in a 
different part of the globe, even in like, yes, we're connected through the internet. And yes, we are connected through technology and communications a lot faster now. But in the past, this has also been a phenomenon and where scientists had the same exact patent, the same exact idea at the same time, all through because they dreamt about it. So it's weird how this yeah. kind of works. You wonder if there is, if it's destiny. So this go, gets, can get philosophical. And if fate is involved, or if we choose our own destiny and there's free will, and these are scientists who use their dreams to become better at their craft of science because that's how dreams kind of help us. Like when what we learn during the day, it comes to us back in our, when we were dreaming to basically we uh, review our day, what we've learned in that day while we're dreaming. And we can sometimes even have a new idea come out of it. Like for example, the periodic table um, is, it was arranged in a dream by its mm -hmm. creator. Interesting. Yeah. Again, you know, like um, just kind of jumping off that Jacob, if, if you don't mind um, again, you know, like with, with dreams, I, I, I agree. Like I'm fascinated by this idea that, our dream space is almost like the internet. Like we don't always kind of think of it. And this is where I think there's kind of a, a big paradigm shift that's happening right now is that, you know, traditionally, if you were to listen to kind of like the, the kind of narrative related to dreams that we've kind of been fed over the past several years, you know, the past several decades, which is no fault to anyone. Cause I don't think there's like some sort of, I mean, I don't know this like, is like, is there a conspiracy to keep our awareness separate from our dreams? Maybe, maybe, but uh, I mean, regardless, you know, a lot of people just kind of approach it from a very kind of analytical scientific perspective and everything like that. And that perspective basically tells us that our dreams are local purely to our own brain. So like anything yeah. that you're dreaming about, like that's just you, man. Like that's not, that's not, that's, there's nothing external about there. There's no metaphysical property. There's no etheric, there's no Idris net connecting you to everything. But for those of us who have had our experience with dreams, it seems more akin to the idea that our dreams are actually basically like accessing like an internal hyperdelic internet. And then through in this internet, like this is where the idea where data can be transferred, ideas can be transferred. And it's an opportunity where, again, this is just me trying to be able to explain it using language, but it's basically like, you know, ideas that we receive here within this physical begin from higher dimensional planes. They begin, you know, like in like the, the etheric realms. And then this uh, this information, this energy uh, is literally something that can be kind of like transferred and received to us um, through our dreams and then kind of brought back into, into the physical. And this is where it kind of gets like really into like a whole nother part of the conversation that just kind of blows my mind um, where you start kind of like wondering you know, who or what is orchestrating our dreams? Like how are dreams actually kind of like manifesting? And this is where I kind of like to play with this idea that it almost feels like as if there's like a higher conscious intelligence that is actually almost like designing our dreams or designing the algorithms for our dreams for them to kind of be able to like create themselves spontaneously based on certain variables and emotions and circumstances. Um, sorry, just gonna finish this real quick. And so this is where it gets into this idea that it's almost as if like, you know, I've talked to this before, but it's almost as if like there's curators of our dreams that are basically kind of like creating intentional dream like files or packages and they're like sending them to us 
when we're ready to receive them. And this is where, again, you know, we receive the dreams that we are ready for. And there's going to be a variety of dreams that we have. There's going to be dreams that are going to be very kind of, you know, based on the senses, like based on kind of like the, the carnal senses, the fascinations. And that's where like a lot of dreams um, are usually just kind of like echoes of the unconscious in the sense that a lot of people, they'll just dream about the things that they did while they were awake. If they worked all day, they might dream about being at work or if they're like kind of like desiring things like, you know, just like like even just like pornography or even for people who like play a lot of like video games, like they end up dreaming about those video games. So like this is like on the unconscious level, yeah, on the unconscious level, whatever you're kind of like receiving the majority of it unconsciously will just kind of filter itself in the dreams. But when you kind of clear that slate, when you release, when you get rid of that noise and you kind of, and this is the practice of dreaming where you kind of, you know, go into your meditation, you kind of clear your mind, you, you, you clear the, you clean the radar disc dish. And then it's basically like, all right, universe, like I am ready to receive something that is like really meaningful and really valuable. And I'm here to be an ambassador for that dream. And then from that stage, it's like the higher part of the universe, the consciousness, our higher selves, aliens, whatever we're kind of, again, it's kind of a mystery at this point is basically like, okay, like this person is paying attention. They're ready to receive this. Like here's a sweet dope dream where it's gonna be like them like talking to, you know, higher dimensional beings. Or maybe it's gonna be a dream where they're like talking to a loved one who has passed on. Or it's gonna be a dream where they connect with like a past life or a higher self version of who they are. And those are the dreams that we want. Those are the dreams that we like want to be able to like document and record and share stories of, you know, like as much as I, I wouldn't want to necessarily kind of subject our viewers to like inviting people on and be like, oh yeah, tell me about that dream. How, you know, you like had sex with that celebrity or how you, you were like playing like a video game in your dream or something like that. Not to say they're not fascinating, but it's those kind of like those higher conscious dreams um, that are within all of our reach that are worth striving for. And they're very sacred. They're very even psychedelic as well. Okay, Jacob, I'll pass it over to you and then we'll, we'll get ready to pass it over to Chris. Sorry, I know we're just kind of jumping in. Yeah. Jacob, I'll, I'll pass it over to you though. Go ahead, dude. Yeah, so I actually had a kind of a dream like that where it was crazy. So I, I, I live in a, in a desert. So it makes sense. The scene where I was at, it was in a desert, but it was in the middle of a nowhere. And um, it was in this like desert, like abandoned town. And for some reason, a tr like th there was elements of a train coming through. And but when this train came through into my dream, it was not a normal train. It was like a time train. OK, like kind of like Back to the Future. It's the second movie. Was it the third movie or a second? You know, you know, what I'm talking about like so for some reason, I was dreaming about time travel and I met myself from the future. It was really trippy because I had like white hair and a long, a long beard, and like I basically gave myself future knowledge at that moment, and like almost like there's this paradox resolving moment that ha occurred or something, where like it, it was where like a, it, where two became one, and like mm. I absorbed all of that mm. knowledge Possibly. in a way, and then I woke up. Wow, it was so weird. <laughs> Yeah, again, it's kind of like, and that's kind of one thing that I talk about that I feel like it's within dreams, we kind of have this potential to basically like integrate our 5D consciousness with our 3D identity that we have here and now. And so that's where, again, you know, with dreams, 
ideally you want to be able to remember these because you know like even though you might go through a dream and it may be like super mind-blowing and revolutionary and stuff like that it's possible that you might go through that dream your soul will experience it it will still be recorded within like your soul information um but you'll wake up and you won't remember it um now i like not to say that that's not the worst thing ever but ideally it would be great if you can kind of like bring that knowledge back with you you know it's 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 again like these these dr dreams in themselves are basically like psychedelic experiences and so with psychedelic experiences uh for a lot of people who are kind of like into those discussions you'll know that the common theme is basically to like go into it with intention and the idea is to be able to bring something back so like even for our dreams like do we want to go into our dreams purely to just like be you know a form of escapism do we just go into it just to kind of like fulfill our carnal desires or stuff like that or do we go into it with like a mission to be able to bring back something of value that we can integrate into our own being and thus be able to share further into the community and again help more people kind of awaken about this dream i do remember some parts of it like about my future self there's like a lot of timelines basically and branches so this wasn't just one person it was just a bunch of different like possibilities and it was weird like it basically showed me what i could become based on my path before me if i do certain things and like basically whatever i was going through or what, what like i had this like major existential like crisis basically between like culture the culture and superstitions and 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 whether it's true or not and whether religions and and these metaphysical ideas and philosophies and this idea of, of materialism and i was basically just really fighting between the idea of of mentalism and physical the physical materialism and is there something beyond us a spiritualism and whether and in this kind of i don't know it, it was kind of like i saw myself as this magical kind of wizard type of person in one timeline and yeah. the other timeline i saw myself as a brilliant scientist does that make sense totally totally that's interesting <laughs> and 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 again you know like those in some form like they're they're parts of you like they're still with you today you know like that's and that's the kind of thing with with dreams and i'll just say this and we're going to pass it over to to chris and just otherwise again just to be able to keep facilitated here um, but again, you know, like w within dreams, it's powerful because you get to like see more parts of yourself, like fractals of your own soul. And that's where, again, you know, with dreams, when you look at the medicine that dreams provide, you know, it's a chance for us to be able to connect with more of our soul. There, there's healing that can take place in dreams. You know, you can like reconnect with past lives. You can reconnect with future lives. Like, again, this is where with dreams, like the limits are infinite. You know, and, and so again, that's why we're just kind of scratching the surface here. and We're just practicing having these conversations. And um, with that said, we're going to pass it over to, to Kristen. Uh, or, or Jake, was there one more thing you just wanted? <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Fascinating. Um, we'll pass it over to Kristen. And then we also have um, BB Witchy, Witchery, who's joined. So BB Witchery, thank you for joining. We'll pass it over to you shortly. So Kristen, we'll pass it over to you. And please feel free to go ahead. You can just introduce yourself a bit. Like what about dreams you're, you're interested in and anything else that you would like to share? So Kristen, when you're ready, we'll pass it over to you. Go right ahead. Well, hi guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, mostly I just joined in with the dream session. I've always been really connected with dreams. I've remember having lucid dreams since I was really young and I always kind of struggled with them to be honest with you it was really overwhelming to always wake up and remember what happened or be really confused because I've always felt very emotionally connected with my dreams 
And so to be able to kind of wake up and figure out how can I disconnect from those emotions and leave them as a dream and really be able to process through that. And so I've actually been able to really work with my dreams to be able to process through quite a bit of trauma and um, really just being able to explore my own um, depths of, uh, I guess, emotion and capacity and kind of being able to just really work through um, concerns in life and being able to maybe see things more clearly. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I've always really studied a lot about dreaming when I was younger. We've, you know, everything in your dream is uh, relevant. So colors, shapes, people, um, activities, you know, it's, it's, it's all relevant. So, um, you know, just really trying to stay conscious to what your dreams are. I know I always keep a notebook next to my bed in case I have something I wake up and I'm like, that was really important. I need to really process that or think about that. Like, what did that mean, you know, in relationship to what's going on in my current life? Or is that something that I needed to process through? So um, really having those notes to go back over and then also being able to just learn and, you know, research and figure out, you know, what more, um, I guess, the experiences in the dreams relate to our reality. That makes sense. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's beautiful, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And so just um, curious, like, how often do you still lucid dream? Pretty much every night. I wow. mean, almost. It's um, it's something, like I said, I really had to work with because whenever you do lucid dream like that, you wake up feeling very, or at least I do wake up feeling very emotionally charged. Sometimes it's, you know, relevant. Sometimes it's not. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely a very powerful tool as far as just like healing and processing goes. So. That's wonderful. Yeah. And, and again, you know, part of the reason that I love doing this broadcast is because it does welcome in a variety of people who have, you know, a spectrum of experience. There's going to be people tune into this and they're just like, you know, like I've never had a lucid dream before. And then you get other people and they're like, I've been lucid dreaming my entire life. And, and I think even, even just with that, this is just kind of like a side note. Cause you know, it's kind of like, like why, like, why are some people able to lucid dream by default from a young age, you know? And for me, it kind of brings in this question and be like, oh, you know, like maybe that's like something that they like mastered in a past life and then they kind of carried it over with them. But there's a the, that's something very sacred to be able to have uh, to, to be able to have that, you know, like pe other people that, you know, they'll strive and strive and strive for that. And then some people that are just naturally tapped in um, to, to that degree. So, Kristen, if there is like any sort of, you know, stories related to lucid dreaming that you want to share again, just kind of like as examples to give to help people's imagination kind of get sparked of what could what can take place within dreams because again you know part of the reason for doing this broadcast and this entire project it's to document the ongoing shift in consciousness and yes there's what's happening you know right here physically within this dimension and the art we're creating and the community events we're facilitating and the work we're doing personally but then it's fascinating to just know that parallel to this unfolding physical story there is all of that is happening individually for us within this dream space and and just knowing that like again if we if we are not remembering our dreams or if we are not engaged with our dreams we're almost like missing out on you know like 50 percent of what this human experience has to offer us and so as a soul you know if our mission here is to be able to like you know like grow and learn and experience as much as possible that in itself can be a big motivator for a lot of people to just be like, whoa, like I want to find out more of what there is to offer and, and what there is to experience. And, and again, that's a way for you to be able to just like 
open your mind and open your heart. And, and again, that's where with lucid dreaming and, and, and I'm just curious to hear you talk more about lucid dreaming and even just kind of what that experience is like from your perspective. And, and, and for anybody else here is familiar with that as well. Um, again, you know, with people, when they talk about lucid dreaming, they will often say that like when they're lucid within a dream. And again, for those of you who, who are maybe t new to this concept, lucid dreaming just means when you're in a dream and you become aware that you are dreaming within a dream. But when you do that, there's like this shift. There's like this like shift and kind of like awareness and like the texture changes. Like you just kind of become like super present and the reality can almost feel like hyper real. Um, so I'm just kind of curious, Chris, and like kind of like, you know, what has your experience been like when lucid in, you know, in these dream spaces, in this dimension, how real um, is it for you? I mean, obviously the question is, you know, real, real, but like, just, I'm just curious in your own words to do yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I said, I mean, I've experienced them from a young age. So of course, starting off, it was really hard for me to, I guess, kind of cope with and understand because they are very real. I mean, it really feels like you're there. It's not like a movie. It's like, you're really, this is happening. and This is what's going on in your um, physical existence. And then, you know, at some point, in the dream, it's so real, you're experiencing it, you you kind of look around, and you're like, wait, this is, this is not quite, I, this is real, I can feel, I can see, I can hear, I can smell, but I know that this is not where I'm at presently, and so whenever you wake up, you kind of have a little solace to know, like, oh, if that was a lot of really, like, negative energy, a lot of really bad stuff, you're like, okay, well, that was, you know, a dream, but you still wake up feeling, like, scared, or sad, or, you know, if it's a really happy dream, like, let's say you're you know, on the best vacation and you're having the most wonderful experience, you wake up feeling really uplifted and wonderful. And, you know, so it's, I'd say it's very real. It's very much like you're, you know, physically there, but somehow, you know, you're not, I don't really know how mm -hmm. to explain it besides. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cause you know, when you go to sleep, you're laying in your bed. So, you know, when you wake up in your dream and you're in the Bahamas or, you know, a, a, prison cell or something crazy you know it's kind of like whoa this is a little bit disorienting at first but you know once once you get older and you are aware of what's going on and kind of how to I guess not manipulate but kind of understand what's going on and be present for uh, the learning experience and not so much the uh, like physical experience I guess if that makes mm -hmm. sense yeah yeah and, and thank you for sharing. And, and again, just kind of uh, curious and just for the opportunity to give people a little bit more of an idea of, you know, things that can be done when lucid in a dream. You know, what, what are some of the some of the things that you've intentionally done within lucid dream? Obviously, we kind of got the common things, you know, like flying. But, you know, like, have you had experience with like teleporting or like creating things with your mind and things like that, if you'd like to share? So <laughs> it's kind of odd most of the time. Um, it ends up being I'm in a situation and um, whatever is happening around me is very complicated or um, like there, there needs to be, you know, solutions or people need to be saved or um, I don't know. It's, it's more of like I appear in a, in a situation that's happening and I am to like guide everybody and direct them on how to like come out of the situation normally or if it's a personal dream um i guess oh i'm sorry Brian. i lost track of my thought <laughs> not a problem um but yeah no it's it's i mean yeah i mean you can be having a lucid dream you could be in the middle of i guess um a good example would be um i was saving a group of people 
from a mass murderer and we were hiding in a school and so we were you know trying to like you know you, you duck cover you just don't go near the doors and stuff and um, a kid had been running in the hallway and so somebody needed to go and make sure that the kid was safe and we were able to open the door and get the kid in and it was once everything was safe it was kind of like it almost transformed into my own personal dream to where it was like I was in my house with my own kid and I didn't have a kid, but it was like, it felt like they were my kid and, you know, that was my life that was going on. And so, you know, it can really change. It doesn't always stay the same. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a fluid action that's happening. It's not always constant. So. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. And have you like, have you had experiences of like flying and stuff like that within your lucid dreams? Does that happen for you? Not, not too much. I've, yeah. I've definitely experienced like, I guess, flying over like New York City. I think once I was kind of trying to explore the, the uh, area and see what all was around, but it wasn't really very um, exciting. There wasn't a whole lot going on. It was more of just like an exploratory uh, flying situation, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and again, and that's, that's what I love about dreams is that they're always going to be different, you know, for, for everyone. And that's, and that's one of the things that when it comes to dreaming is, you know, it's really important to just kind of like honor the fact that each and every single one of us has a unique relationship with dreams. And that's kind of, again, part of the intention behind this class is like, how do we foster that relationship? How do we deepen it? How do we develop it? You know, how do we evolve it? So again, you know, for some people, they might just kind of be like, yeah, you know, like, I don't even remember my dreams. But then, you know, for other people, they're like, they're like, hmm, like, how do I talk to the gods in my dreams? You know, like, how do I access <laughs> that? Like, I'm going to hang out on the Andromeda Space Nebula Planet Galactic Central, da, 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 et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Anyways, but no, like straight up, like that's, that's another thing in itself. And, and we'll have to kind of talk a little bit more about this, um, this idea of, you know, within dreams, there's literally like contact happening. There's literally contact with like higher dimensional entities, aliens, call it what you will. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's this space where, again, you know, even just kind of going back to the basics, we, we always have to keep in mind that there are always going to be new people tuned into these broadcasts. Again, if I were to just explain in, in words the best I can, again, you know, like we have like this physical dimension, but then we have the astral dimension. And one of the ways I explain it is like the astral dimension is almost like the place closer to where we are from. And so every night when we dream, we're literally going back to this place. And this astral dimension kind of exists like outside of this physical reality, but not separate from it. And within this astral dimension, this is actually like a place that can be like accessed from other conscious entities who may not be like on earth maybe they have maybe they have like a physical body somewhere like it's really crazy like this is like another idea in itself where it's like you know imagine this is like almost something of a sci-fi movie like imagine there's like you know like a family on another planet and they're like living live that maybe they look a little bit like us maybe they're a little bit different and they're like super like evolved spiritually and then you know it's just like all right honey like i'm done dinner now i'm gonna go meditate in the other room and practice dreaming and project myself into the dreams of some of the humans on earth in order to be able to assist them or something like that like again it's almost like this that's where i feel for me i always look at dreams and i can't help but draw comparisons to the idea that dreaming is almost like this advanced form of spiritual technology um, there's a practical purpose to it. It's literally a, an opportunity for us to like, you know, connect with other beings in this universe, regardless of space. You know, it's, it's literally this idea of like an inner stargate, this inner world. So it's incredibly fascinating. And again, that's where, 
within the dream space, they're gonna kind of reflect where you are at. And for some people, they will purely just be kind of like fascinations and keeping the mind busy. But for those who are kind of like in this process of evolving their consciousness and putting out that intention to the universe, it says like, you know, like I'm looking for, I'm looking for that substance. I'm looking for something a little bit deeper. Um, It's a chance for us to like literally connect with like more of our cosmic identity, more of our cosmic family, to be able to connect with more parts of our soul, for us to just be able to like heal, grow, learn, expand, practice flexing our imagination. Um, I feel that like the future of the shift in consciousness is going to be very, 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 very heavily influenced by our ability to show up present within our dreams. And the other thing that I'll just say real quick is again, you know, with the the current circumstances of the world and a lot of people, even within the last couple of months, would relate to like quarantine and lockdown and everything like that. It's really interesting where just kind of like that idea, it's like, oh, you know, like, it's like, damn, I can't like physically go out and meet my friends. Oh, but imagine if it's like, yo, like let's meet up in the dream space. <laughs> and like, imagine if we were like all on that level where it like, we were just there. We were just like already tapped into it. And who's to say that maybe that's what the future is getting to, you know? And that's where I feel by us continuing to work on this, we're learning how to be able to like work with this inner technology, this sacred spiritual technology to use that term very loosely. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll pass the talking stick around some more. Um, I would love to be able to get into just some like tips and tricks, some, some, you know, things of advice that people can kind of learn from who may be new. Um, Kristen, is there, is there any sort of tips, uh, that you might want to be able to share for people who are getting into the dream practice who may even be new to it? Um, I would just say always go in with a positive attitude and keep yourself grounded. Um, because if you don't, it's going to be a wild ride. So you know, just, um, I always, like I said, keep a journal next to your bed so you can document if you have anything that seems relevant. Um, you know, and just, like I said, keep your mind open and, um, positive because you know, sometimes people aren't always positive on the other side. So you, know, you got to stay, you've got to keep your mind sharp and, um, keep your body grounded. Awesome. Well said, well said. Absolutely. So yeah. And, and again, that's the thing, like the dreams will be a place where, you know, it's an opportunity for us to learn. It's an opportunity for us to explore, but it's also an opportunity for us to be tested, you know? And, and sometimes we kind of don't like to admit that, but but the dream space is a place where we will be tested, you know, we'll be tested with choices. And so that's why, again, within dreams, it's a great opportunity for us to kind of like see what choices we make within dreams. And then sometimes, you know, we may make a choice in a dream and we may wake up and we may be like, be like, be like, oh, like that, like that didn't feel good. Like whatever choice I did, you know, maybe I did something and I hurt a friend or something like that, or I said something really mean, or I got in a fight or something like that. But even still, usually with dreams, I always think it's important to be able to acknowledge not just what the dream was, but how it made you feel. And then to focus on those feelings as a way to be able to help give you more direction on kind of shaping your conscious reality, your waking reality, where again, you know, if you kind of like do something in a dream that didn't really feel good for you, maybe that's a like a way for you to like kind of like make that conscious choice in your waking state to be able to be like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I don't do that. You know, it's almost like within our dreams, it's almost like sometimes this happens in dreams where it'll almost like run us through like a simulation of something before 
without it actually physically needing to happen in this dimension. Um, this can happen sometimes where even I've seen this happen. This has happened with me. This has happened with a lot of people where, you know, they might go through a dream and, and maybe they go through a dream where there might be a, a circumstance of loss. You know, there might be a circumstance of grief. And within the dream, this might feel like really, really, really heavy. And then they wake up from it and then they're just like, oh my God, thank God it was just a dream. I'm going to call up my friend and be like, dude, like, I'm so grateful that, you know, I just want to tell you that I love you. And, you know, so instead of that circumstance needing to happen, it's almost like, you know, you, you get the soul learns from it through the simulation. It's like, again, it's kind of like this like holodeck kind of technology. It's really, really crazy. But again, you can understand that from a practical level, if the objective of the soul here in this dimension and beyond is to learn, it would make sense if the soul's like, oh, you know what? I need to learn that lesson, but I don't want it to happen physically because I don't want it to be permanent. So let's like engineer a dream where we can still get the same lesson out of it without it having to affect the rest of the story. So dreams are this place where these like compartmentalized stories can unfold in these epic dynamic heart-wrenching heart-expanding ways um without it having to affect the rest of of the physical story the physical narrative in itself so again you can understand like the logic of like why dreams are actually valuable if you were to kind of like be like okay you know if you were creating this reality if you were some sort of like god-like higher dimensional being you would actually want to be able to create something where it's like okay we got the physical timeline but then we're going to have like this secondary reality where things can still like happen and implement that into the growth of the soul so again, this is just like talking about ideas, but if this resonates for anybody in the chat, you know, feel free to drop those 11 11s for myself and for anybody else who's tuned in, uh, who's talking on the broadcast. So with that said, um, Kristen, thank you again. We're going to pass it over to uh, BB Witchery. BB Witchery, can you give me a thumbs up if you're ready to jump in? Sweet. All right. So we're going to pass it over there. And then from there, um, we'll go around the circle some more. We'll just kind of practice having these conversations. We'll pass it back to Kayla. Um, just get more into some theories, some stories. We can talk maybe about like alien contact in Dream or again, just any sort of stories that just help kind of give people a little bit more of an imagination in terms of what is possible uh, within dreams, you know? So BB Witchery, we're gonna pass it over to you. So thank you so much BB Witchery for joining and passing it over to you. And when you're ready, go ahead and we'll just make sure your microphone sounds good and we can hear you. So when you're ready, go ahead. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you maybe just speak up a little bit louder, or even just move the microphone? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I can. I can talk very okay, loud. Okay, cool. Perfect. Sorry. Hey, go right ahead. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lex or BB Witchery on um, TikTok. I have been obsessed with dreams probably my entire life. I have a very weird connection with them um, to the basis where I used to sleepwalk and I used to have like a repeating nightmare that caused me to go and stand next to my mother's bed and cry. Like, just kind of a little off. Um, and that dream, like, I, I had it from like age five to maybe 10 and then it turned into a next dream and it slowly turned into this entire timeline where my dream has become this like narrative in another dimension. And like, I actually have it up, like all right there is the timeline to it that I'm like trying to write out to make sense of it because I feel like there has to be an underlying story or message to it all. Um, I don't know if it's astral projection or if it's um, just a message, but it's made me obsessed my entire life. 
That's awesome. Wow, that's fascinating. I love the idea. Like you're actually like physically like mapping it out, putting together this like epic story, eh? So that's really cool. Awesome. So in, in terms of dreams, like what, what are your, and again, this is all just like practice. So again, in terms of dreams, like why do you think paying attention to dreams is important? You know, if you were kind of trying to explain to someone who may be new to the idea of dreams, what do you feel they would get out of paying attention to their dreams? Well, um, a lot of the, okay, so out of those two dreams that I've had, the repetitive ones, I can only remember a few ones, but the ones that I do remember, um, they've had like deep premonition to them. So like in one, I was in a boat with my family and we left my dad in a cave and then we went to another cave in a, in a boat and um, my sisters got out with my mom and she with there's a man there and she was like, oh, go take this note to your dad. And it was, the note basically said like, oh, we're not coming back. And six months later, they got a divorce and she was with the man from my dreams. Like dreams have deep premonition value if sometimes, if you look for them. Um, and if you can remember them, of course. That's fascinating. I, I'm always fascinated to hear again, you know, stories of, of premonitions within dreams. Uh, again, I think that's kind of like a big indicator for a lot of people when they have something like that. Um, again, you know, that's where like for, for many people, an experience with a dream can be something that can trigger their journey of awakening, their spiritual awakening, you know, because it really makes them question. They're like, wait a second, like what's actually happening here with this reality? You know, like I thought dreams were just random neurons firing in my head while I sleep. But again, when you have a dream and there's like a clear, obvious premonition, um, that's a big indicator that like, you know, there's more to this reality than just, you know, what we might see on the surface and everything. So thank you. Thank you, oh, Lex, yeah. for sharing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, well um, if there's anything more you want to share, at, um, we'll, we'll kind of we'll start passing the talking stick around. Um, is there anything else you want to share right at this moment? That's cool. Oh, I'm awesome. good. I'll pass the talk and stick. Sweet. Thanks again for joining. And and for, for those of you here, Kristen, Lex, and Kayla, can you guys do me a favor and just put, uh, type into the chat your social media links? That way, so we can just include them into the show notes. Um, that way, again, so for, and, and that's optional, of course, for, for anybody here, if you guys are looking to be able to connect with um, with some of the creators here on the broadcast, please feel free to, to do that. So, okay, so with that said, uh, yeah, I just wanna be able to continue to get the conversation rolling and to be able to continue to explore a little bit more of this mystery. Um, Kayla, we haven't uh, heard from you since this, the start of the show. Um, if you have any like tips or practical input or just again, kind of like ways to help people understand, you know, like what are dreams? Like what is actually happening here? Uh, please feel free, we'll, we'll pass it over to you and we'll just kind of let the conversation unfold from there. Well, I wanted to mention that um, Lex, is that what you said your name is? Yeah. Right? Okay, Lex. So the sleepwalking deeply resonates with me. Um, I've had a couple major incidents. Um, and it was in a time where I didn't realize I was an empath and that I was giving off such a bright light and my energy was being stolen. Like, um, like there, I truly believe there's energy vampires out there that, you know, feed off of empaths. But I sleepwalk to the point and this is why our dreams are so important because if we're not paying attention we're going to get something a little more serious it's like hey you need to snap out of it or snap into it and check out what's going on check in with yourself check in with you know your astral self your higher self I had a sleepwalking experience where I flipped my entire stove like the entire oven in my sleep 
And so I don't even know how I did that. I'm not that strong. Like, and it, that was around the same time, you know, I shared a little bit previous in the conversation. It's important to pay attention to your dream too, because just a couple of years ago, I was just walking around a coffee shop managing it and not even just talking about my dreams because they were so fascinating and there were these incredible stories and someone's like, Hey, you need to write these down. You know, you need to pay attention. And that was one of the first ways messages and downloads started coming to me from my guides and then um, my ancestors as well. So the sleepwalking can be very scary. Um, have you had an experience in a, in a while? Not not in quite a while. I think the, the last experience I had was uh, sleep talking, where it, oh. was, it was gibberish according to my sister but I haven't slept walk in about five years, thankfully. Yeah, it's been um, two for me. And so what I found is that I was healing in a major way some emotional trauma at the time. And once I had moved past it and fully healed that part of myself that was completely, you know, broken, that is when I stopped sleepwalking. Um, but it can be a very scary experience, definitely, to not have control of your you know, physical body while, or like wake up and be like, how did this even happen? Like there's frying pans everywhere. Like what's going on? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I definitely, you know, relate to the sleepwalking part, but I'm happy to say I haven't in a couple years and that just, I just want to, you know, come back to the fact that it is important to pay attention. Like even if you're brand new out here and you tune into this class to just, you know, hear a little bit about dreams, you know, honor this dream space because it is such a sacred space. Show gratitude for it, you know, and, and set an intention, you know, even if it is just to, you know, be a little more aware or try to recall a few more details and, and honor where you're at in this journey. That's my biggest tip for you is like, you're going to hear our stories and you're probably not, you, we're not going to have the same experiences because we're all different. And at the end of the day, even these beings that we come into contact with, they're gonna present themselves in whatever way we need to see them. Um, so just honor where you're at in your dream realm, you know, where you're at in that level. Um, I almost see it as like a video game where we do the work and then we're leveling up in the, the astral realm, you know, we, we master this level and then we can go over here. So just, just acknowledge your effort and thank yourself for even tuning in tonight. You know, this is such a great start is just to, to listen. And just a couple of years ago, for me, I was just walking around talking about dreams. And, you know, now I, I've had some really crazy experiences. And I've had so many downloads come through and so many important messages and worked on healing and healing emotional traumas, not just mine, but my ancestors from like so many generations. So there's a lot of work we can do. Absolutely. That's so cool. I'm so grateful to be here and like learn from all of y'all and be able to discuss things like this. Agreed. Thank you, Brendan, for hosting this space. Oh, thank you. Thank you yeah, guys. Thank yeah, you. no, thank you everyone. Cause again, like, uh, like, again, like that's where like, yeah, like the intention of this class is for all of us to be able to be adding their voice. Like I would not be able to just, I mean, I've done it before where I've like spent like two hours just like talking about dreams and everything like that, but I'm more fascinated in just being able to hear like your input and your input and your input as we're continuing to, again, like kind of unravel this mystery to piece things together. So I'd love to be able to, again, just <clears throat> be able to help lay 
some some groundwork for people who may be new to the process of dreaming um, and just be able to go over some tips and tricks. And this is usually something that we do pretty much every broadcast. But again, it's always going to be a little bit different and there's always going to be new people who are tuned in. So um, let's kind of do that. Let's practice focusing on, on a, a few simple tips and tricks, um, tips and tricks, like the way, um, but uh, like suggestions and guidance for being able to help you uh, get more into the dream practice. So the, the obvious ones that we want to be able to focus on are things like a dream journal and things like practicing meditation. Um, and there's a reason why for those, and we can explain a little bit more about that. Um, however, what I just wanted to be able to emphasize within dreams is the importance of being able to just be able to like create like a clean space within your room. Um, that's very, very important because you almost, again, want to be able to kind of like incubate the dreams. You want to be able to create a ceremony. You want to be able to create almost like a temple uh, for this energy to kind of cultivate over time. So even for, for those of you who may be new to the kind of like dream practice process, like as simple as it sounds, like honestly, like cleaning your room is going to be a great first step because when you clean your room, you're also kind of reflecting the clarity of your mind as well so that's just one of the tips but of course there's there's a lot of different tips that interplay um in relation to you know what affects our dreams and everything like that you know and this is where you can get into like different herbs and you can get into diet you can get into cultivation of energy um but again just giving an opportunity for other people here just be able to add their own thoughts um and, and we'll do that and we'll pass the talking stick around so kayla did you want to jump in on that yeah go yeah um so the last broadcast i i did a little preview of that before tonight because this is the first one i've tuned into and i wanted to ask um and put it out there to the community and to you as well you were talking about the use of cannabis um before going to sleep and how your relationship with that substance can affect these dreams and i wanted to ask and put it out there if anybody has over the last month put that into practice and what experiences they've had um if they've had you know, better dreams, if they're able to remember more, like how has that affected your dreams? Yes, that, that's definitely a topic um, that we've covered in the past with uh, with related to dream dream recall um, is the idea. And again, just kind of reiterating for those of you who may be new to this, um, basically like, again, like smoking cannabis will affect your dream recall. And the way how I kind of explain this is that like, when you smoke cannabis, it's almost like within a 24 hour period, it's kind of like you like open up the energy cables. And so like energy is kind of like moving through and things are going a little bit faster. It's even like your chakras are literally kind of like expanding. Um, and then as a result of that, it almost takes like a little bit of time for them to kind of like recalibrate. Um, and then when they're in this process of recalibrating, it's less likely for like the subtle energies that are related to the dreams um, to be able to kind of like come through with uh, the same level of coherent as if you were moving into it sober. Um, but uh, again, just forwarding that question that Kayla was asking for those of you in the YouTube chat, um, if anybody here wants to share any experience, if anybody is like cut back from smoking cannabis, if they've noticed any experience with that. And again, for those of you who may be new to that idea, um, putting that in front of you as, as an opportunity for you to just be able to like add that into the equation of, you know, how, like maybe, you know, for a lot of people, they might be just like, oh, well, I don't remember my dreams. And then it's like, oh, well, actually, you know what? Like I'm smoking cannabis quite regularly, but no one told me that that was affecting my dreams. So now you have the opportunity to be able to decide that for yourself as well. So if anybody has any input on that, yeah, I'd be curious to hear that as well. Um, Kayla, was there any other thing that you wanted to mention just in related to like tips and, and practical input for people getting started? And we'll pass it over to Kristen in a second. I do. I have this, um, an actual, a astral projection method that I would like to share that I have worked with in the past and that might help anybody else out that is trying to, you know, get that out of body experience. 
And a lot of you might have heard of it, but maybe no one has. Um, it's the rope method. So what I do is you fill your hands, you know, you're not actually reaching because you're relaxed. You're trying to relax as much as possible. Um, you feel your hands grasping the invisible rope. Don't move your actual hands, but then just focus on like the texture, try to, you know, invoke all the senses as far as how the, you know, the rope feels in your hands. Um, and then you're going to feel the tension as you start trying to pull the rope and use that string to pull. Um, so you pull yourself up and I, I've had success with it to actually like make that final pull to come out of my body and be able to look down on the body while you are sleeping, which is a very odd thing to see. Um, but that is one of the methods I use. You just completely relax and then just use the rope and envision yourself just pulling and pulling until you like snap out of it. That's a, that, thank you, Kayla, for, sh for sharing that. We, we actually did talk, I mentioned, I remember mentioning that briefly last broadcast, but again, it, it, that's actually like a really good uh, practical way. And that was like one of the first um, methods that I was kind of informed about related to just being able to practice astral projection. And we'll have to create a little bit of space within this broadcast, even just to talk a little bit more about astral projection. Um, we did kind of, again, we, we always, again, every time we do this broadcast, we're always going to kind of like go back over to similar topics. Um, but yeah, I mean, even um, for Kristen or for Kayla or even for, for Lex or for Jacob, does anybody here have like any, what they consider to be experience with astral projection to their knowledge? Sometimes it's hard to even identify whether it actually was astral projection or not. And if not, like, that's fine. Like, we'll just kind of keep bouncing back to, again, the tips and tricks. So, okay, we'll, we'll get more into that uh, a little bit later and everything like that. But yeah, um, Kristen, did you want to jump in with some input? Yeah, I, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I just wanted to share too, like, one of the things that I always do whenever I'm trying to um, use my dream state as a place to study or grow, I always try to really set my intention before I go to sleep and uh, make it very clear about what I'm wanting to learn or, or um, what I'm wanting to process. So just like really being clear with your thoughts before you go to sleep. Um, and I also keep a amethyst by my bed. It's, it just helps keep it positive. So that's it. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. And, and again, you know, I, I like being able to uh, encourage people to like, again, create, create the space that's going to kind of help like incubate that positivity. So again, like whether that can be crystals, talismans, items, I know some people, they like to fall asleep, like holding certain crystals, uh, if that works for them. Um, just going back to the comments in the chat, um, da, 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 just scrolling up here, uh, Bakey uh, said smoking for the, going back to the cannabis thing, smoking for the most part makes it very hard to remember my dreams. I'm still aware of dreaming, but it slips away the moment I wake. I noticed that too, is that like, yeah, like when I, if I, if, if I, I'll pass over to you in a second, Jacob. Yeah. Like if I, if I have like been like smoking within a 24 hour, I like, yeah, like it's kind of like that same thing. It doesn't stop you from dreaming. The dreams will still be there, but it just makes it harder to kind of like bring the dream back into this reality through the recall process. Um, Cause that's where it gets like, it's, it's almost like there's this fog or there's just like the connections like a little bit cloudy, so to speak. Um, Jacob, you wanted to talk on the, the cannabis notion? Yeah, it's any, it's not just cannabis. It's any kind of really substance. If you mm -hmm. use it, use it a lot. So Jacob, like, can, you, can you move the camera back just a bit? It's just like, yeah, on the, so oh, yeah no problem. let's say you use a lot of alcohol, you use a lot of, you use a lot of marijuana, you use a lot of any kind of drug. It can affect your dreams in that way. It can like have a mental fog 
if you do it too much. There's like, uh, that's why with medicines, especially that's why there's this huge debate on pharmacology and dosage and, and really smart people have these kind of conversations about what can be considered a medicine and what can be considered supplements and what supplements affect their dreams and what medicines affect their dreams and what are the side effects to these kind of things, right? Yeah, that's, Dude, that's a good point, yep. Everything that we put in our body will chemically alter something in our body and our brain specifically because yeah. that's our nervous, the main area for our nervous system that in our spinal cord right and for experience yeah that's that, that's a great point jacob and, and again just something to be mindful for everyone here that like you know it's it's whatever we're inputting into our body will affect like you know the overall ability for us to be able to connect to our dreams and so yeah like i mean cannabis is kind of a more obvious example at least from my own experience but you're right like i'm sure i would probably notice the same thing if i was like you know drinking alcohol each day too i just don't do that very often um but even still like even food if you're eating shitty food like that's going to affect like your overall recall ability as well um so again you know the objective here with dreaming i would say simply put is to be able to kind of understand that in order to be able to kind of like get into these deeper levels of dreams you want to be able to basically like do what you can to be able to be as clear of a receptor as possible. You know, again, thinking of like our, our brain as kind of like a radar dish and not just our brain, our entire body is like a radar dish. And so these dreams are kind of coming in as signals. And again, if our body is like, you know, like if we're not really taking care of it, if we're eating shitty food, like this radar dish is going to have a hard time receiving uh, these signals, receiving these dreams. Um, so again, and it's not even just food. It's also like literally like the content that we're absorbing, the media diet that we're absorbing, the, the thoughts that we're sharing, you know, the thoughts that we're repeating throughout our day. And that's where, again, you know, for you literally dream what you like, what you watch is like you, you literally become what you absorb. And so like what you absorb will show up in your dreams. And that's where if you're just watching you know, stupid, I'm, I'm using the term stupid nonchalant, like nonchalantly, but you know, like dumb content, like, you know, like pointless, like kind of like, you know, not really more so entertaining opposed to educating content, even just like bad music videos or just stuff that's like very superficial or anything like that, or just kind of, kind of wrapped in, into that culture, like that will kind of like echo into your dreams. Whereas if you kind of start focusing more on honestly, like even tuning into broadcasts like this, listening to other people kind of talk about bettering themselves and getting more into this conscious awareness and such, like all of this will kind of echo back into how you'll start shifting your relationship with your dreams. While at the same time, also send out this intention and this signal to the universe where it's basically like, hey universe, I'm starting to pay attention to these dreams and the universe is like oh like they're starting like okay like they're getting ready like so let's kind of like you know let's kind of like feed them those dreams let's start sending them something uh that, that they're ready for as well so there's a lot of variables when it comes to to the dream process as well um so we'll keep passing it around and, and, and jacob i appreciate you mentioning that as well um lex if you wanted to jump in with anything related to like tips and tricks or anything like that just let me know or if you want to jump um, in with anything. I have, have an astral projected, so I don't really have any tips or tricks. I'm sorry. Well, not not even just tips on astral projecting, but even just like tips for, you know, people who are just kind of like getting into being interested in dreaming and things like that. So. Oh, go in with no expectations. Mm. 
that's I mean I don't have in, I tried intentions but they stopped working but then when I have no expectations then that's when things start happening that's really cool I like that I, I like that idea too where yeah it's 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 I, I kind of again thinking back to this idea of approaching dreams similar to a psychedelic experience it's like if you try to control the psychedelic experience that can often create like this resistance so um dreams can again they're, they're going to be different for different people they're going to have a different relationship and i know for some people it, they have a relationship where they can literally like ask questions before falling asleep and then those questions might be answered within their dream um but you're right lex i think it's kind of like a balance where it's not like you're like you're like all right like come on universe give me those dreams to the point where you're setting your expectations like so hard that you're just like setting yourself up for disappointment meanwhile the universe is just like dude like relax like chill 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 you know and then when you kind of release that expectation you're just like all right you know like show me what i need to see and i think that intention is a good intention to have you know and, and that can apply to life in general i usually apply that same concept when doing tarot readings you know and when you think about it like dreams are basically a form of divination more or less and this is why um, this is kind of just branching into a whole nother topic here, but if you're interested in learning more about dreams, it's fascinating to look at how cultures in the past placed importance on their dreams, you know, and this is where you start looking at more of like the, the native and the aboriginal cultures all throughout the world within different tribes all throughout the world they would always have like this very deep connection to their dreams. And this is where, again, you know, like they literally have the term like dream time where they understood that like within the dream time, that's like another part of their existence that is equally as important to this physical reality. And then you would have like the shamans who would literally like, you know, bring forth like wisdom from the dream to be able to share with the community. So at that point, again it's kind of like this idea where the universe is here to help us like consciousness like wants to help us and so when it knows that certain people are kind of open to being able to be conduits or ambassadors it will send people those messages and so that's where like for us as individuals there's going to be certain dreams that we have that are going to be very personal ones that we do not need to share nor would we be expected to but then at the same time, there might be certain dreams where they're just like, whoa, like this is actually maybe there's like a powerful message here that maybe I'll share it during a broadcast or a conversation, something that can really just kind of like bring forth like just like some something of value um, for the community. So, again, I think with dreams, I, I always think that just approaching it from that idea of acknowledging that we are students and, and also like like to be like a cosmic citizen this is like this idea of uh again kind of be like an ambassador or a bridge for this higher conscious wisdom is one of the ways that we can approach dreams but again as you focus on your dreams like you're literally doing it in a very you can approach it from this very altruistic mindset where like as you continue to develop your relationship with your dreams and become more consciousness you're actually like helping the entire collective by just beginning to you know, bridge more of the awareness between these dimensions, so to speak. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep passing it around. Um, Something about to say about the aboriginals. Yeah, please, Jacob, go for it. The dream time. Sorry, Jacob, can you just a, move the camera back again? Sorry. The, the dream time was only done during like important rituals, mm. specifically when a, like a member of their community dies. And then they would do this, they would do dancing and singing and they would have face masks and all this stuff in like costumes and each time each ritual would be unique 
just like how because in, they believed in the dream every dream was unique and and it must be filled with creativity and imagination so hence dancing and and singing and music and to celebrate the transition from this world into you know their the dream world basically the spirit mm, fascinating and 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 yeah and and again i love I love the emphasis that the Aboriginal cultures place on the dream space, literally as this dimension where they're just like, this is where we go to con- to commune with our ancestors. Right. You know, like that. They they w- it was literal to them. It wasn't just a theory. It wasn't just a, like something like crazy. Like it was very literal. Um, so again, this is where you know, again with dreams, why they're so powerful is that it gives us a chance to literally commune with you know loved ones who have passed on non non-corporeal beings you know like consciousness that exists in dimensions outside of this one but it's still very very present um and that's and that's like a crazy thing that just kind of like opens my mind to this idea that you know souls who have passed or like you know souls that have passed beyond this physical realm can still be very involved with the ongoing shift in consciousness that is happening here through their presence within the dream space and i'm sure all of us probably in some form or another whether we fully remember it or not have had those experiences where they've dreamt of a loved one who you know has has perhaps passed on or or even a pet you know i've had plenty of dreams where i've like dreamt of my dogs um and and again for for any of those of you in the youtube chat please feel free to leave your comments even just if you feel if you feel called i know this is very personal uh topic in particular but if you if you have had dreams of loved ones who have passed on that you feel called to share in the chat um please feel free to do that and we can read it on air because again that's incredibly fascinating um so we'll, we'll keep passing talk and stick around and again just kind of using the space to explore and offer tips and and, and suggestions and guidance for people who uh, again are, are open to learning and developing this practice themselves so um da-da-da. so chris and kayla lex or jacob kayla will pass it over to you go ahead kayla so I'm really glad you mentioned the ancestors because um, I had the first time I had an ancestor pop up into my dream was within the past year. And I look back on it now and I, I think it's kind of funny because I, so I practiced mediumship um, in the past and with mediumship, you are, not really to talk to like dead ancestors but more so to talk to like higher beings is what i was using it for and so with that you learn to question things differently so you don't pull yourself out of that um alpha theta brain waves when you're in the you know astral realms so within my dream i was in a living room and I know it was in like the olden days because there was this wallpaper and it was this wallpaper that kind of like had these like paisley designs. They were like silver and there's a fireplace and there's this little short little lady and she's up on this ladder and she's, um, she's like, Kayla, Hey, glad you're here. Like, let's do this. Like, this is the color that I use to, manifest things this is the color i use to clear my energy this is the color that i and she's like painting these strokes on the wall and it is in that moment i started questioning things and i even like tapped into some of that mediumship ability i'm like well who is this who are you but i knew like in my subconscious mind i needed to ask it like you know instead of saying who are you we say i wonder who this is because when you ask a question it brings that analytical side of your brain 
and can snap you out of that connection that you have. Um, so I realized that I was doing this and then I was like, oh shit, I'm not ready for this. And I was like, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is too weird. And so after that, like I was telling my story to some of my friends that, you know, I talked about some of these conscious things with, and I realized it was my great grandmother, um, which is really um, special. And I have so much gratitude for her coming to visit me because I'm a Reiki practitioner. And not only did I inherit her DNA as far as like some of her like tiny little feet and some of the other things that she had, but I also inherited this healing ability because she practiced laying of hands, um, healing through laying of hands in a time where it wasn't, you know, really acceptable to do so along with a lot of holistic medicine. So I've inherited this from my grandma, great grandmother, and now she's coming to visit me. And it just absolutely freaked me out the first time I realized that this was happening. I, I woke myself up. And so now, like I had to make that connection and set that intention. Like, you know, I know I freaked out a little bit. It's okay. You know, I'm ready for you to come back. You know, now I know who you are and I'm not going to question things as much. So that was a pretty humbling experience for me. And, you know, like it says, you know, they, they are here with us. Our ancestors are here with us and they are helping our ascension. They're passing on these gifts to us and that, you know, we're waking up to it and, I'm just so grateful that she she was showing me these colors and what they did in this like this realm and so I've taken some of that advice and been able to incorporate it into my day-to-day -day practices as well I haven't made contact again so I guess I'm not wow. quite there well that's that's beautiful and, and and again you know I think it's one of those things where it's just kind of like you receive what you need to at the time and then who knows what the future holds and then there might be like another another encounter that will arise when it's ready. But I mean, good for you for like actually taking that and like integrating it into your practices. Cause like, I, I feel like, you know, the ancestors would be like, yes, like they got the message, like success, right? Like that's for the, for the higher, for the higher conscious souls. Like that's, I, again, I always kind of imagine this scenario where the higher conscious souls, they like put like a lot of intention and work into being able to communicate to us through our dreams. And then you know, when we receive it and integrate it, they're like, oh, yes, like mission, mission accomplished. And then like other times they'll like put in like all this effort and then we'll just wake up and we'll just be like, just like, you know, just go up and run to the bathroom and totally like no recall. And they're just like, oh, damn it. Like, oh, they were so close. Like that was a that was a, like a nugget. That was a gem. Like if only they had remembered. And so, yeah. So, again, that's where you never know. You never know when those like super meaningful, powerful dreams might come through. And that's where, again, you know, you always want to be ready with that pen and paper uh, on hand to be able to practice recording those dreams. And we'll talk more a bit about, again, just kind of like the tips and tricks um, related to, to dream recall. But again, just the emphasis here, um, quick, quick show of hands, who here has a dream journal that, that they currently have? So I, I would assume relatively pretty much everyone here. And, and again, for those of you in the chat, um, as well, you know, even just be like, yeah, I've got a dream journal. We're just kind of like celebrating the fact that we do. Cause again, you know, for the majority of the population, that's not a thing. They, they've never been told to, to keep a dream journal for any reason. There is no like particular, you know, purpose to it. Um, but again, you know, for the dream journal, there's a variety of purposes for that. Um, kind of what Kristen was talking about earlier, you can kind of like begin to observe common themes and patterns that will begin to develop within your dreams. And then basically one of the ways that you can approach dreams is this understanding that, your dreams have like a language to them and there's certain symbols that are going to recur within your dreams and when you begin to identify those symbols um, that can help you decipher meaning but also it can become eventual triggers for lucidity you know be like oh weird i keep seeing that like 
winged lion figure like what's that about like that keeps showing up and maybe you'll like look it up on the internet to learn more about it but next time you see that winged lion creature you're like so aware of it you're like whoa okay i know i'm in a dream so again they become initiator elements essentially but again the basic way of why dream journal is important um is because like when you're in the dream space again your your astral your your astral body your consciousness is in this astral dimension and then basically like when you return to this physical reality um if you get up right away like that connection between yourself and like the dream memory is a very delicate like cord or cable and so when you get up right away it basically like pulls the cord and then it's hard for you to like go back and reaccess it um though it can be triggered oftentimes even just kind of like through like you know I'm sure we've all had this where we're just kind of like sitting there and then someone will say something and some, for whatever reason, it like triggers like a flood of recall. We're just like, whoa, that just reminded me of my dream. So that's really interesting. Um, but again, you know, it's just understanding that you're, when you wake up from dreaming, ideally you want to be able to like keep your body as still as possible. And that's why you want to have your dream journal nearby. And literally like even before you start writing in it, take time to literally just lie there and to even just kind of like retrospectively remember your dream. So just kind of think back, what's the first thing you can remember? And then kind of like think backwards and even just kind of like replay it in your head. And then when you're just like, okay, I've got it. And then you actually formulate like a new memory of it within your waking consciousness. And then you write that down, which is gonna help you kind of like link back to the original memory. It's kind of interesting. Cause there's like, there's like the dream memory and then there's actually like the memory of the memory. Uh, like you create like a new memory of your of you thinking about the memory so there's almost like another layer to it um so again the dream journal is is incredibly valuable incredibly important and again for those of you who may be new um if you're just like oh but i can barely remember my dreams uh, again just know that it's something that you develop over time and it's like a muscle and you have to flex it and you have to work on it so it may be when you first start it may just be like a couple words um even if it's not even like particular ideas it can even just be like emotions feelings you know just like colors or even just like settings places objects things you might have been doing so when you start off with the dream journal it may just be like point form notes but eventually over time it can become like full-blown stories um and and i have friends who do that who you know the detail of their dreams is just phenomenal and, and each one of them is like a movie uh, in, in itself and they're just like so fascinating to be able to read these stories of them like meeting other beings and traveling to other worlds and going to like inner earth and talking to aliens and meeting their future self and like so many so many beautiful stories but again you know one of the thing with dreams that i would say this is just a side note um and this just really goes for life in general uh, do your best not to compare yourself to other dreamers. Don't be like, oh, that person's dreams are all the coolest. My dreams are all meh and stuff like that. I mean, understand that like, uh, like you can use a juxtaposition between yourself and another person to get an idea of what's possible, something you can strive to. Um, but don't kind of like, like tr do your best to just kind of not feel like it's like, oh, you know, like I'm not good enough type thing because my dreams aren't coming through quite in the detail. It is something that you can work to. And, and that's kind of the thing with the dream practice is that for those of you who are really like feeling the call to it, it is something that requires discipline and it requires consistency. And this is why a lot of people struggle with the dream practice, myself included. Like this is something that, that again, you know, um, it can be challenging for me to like really put my focus like 
as much as I might desire to in my dreams when I'm like, you know, juggling a lot of the physical things happening within my everyday life, even related to like managing the project and everything like that. Some nights I'm just exhausted, you know? Um, but again, you know, if you're in the case where you have that energy to really just be able to start putting your focus on your dreams, again, the universe hears that. And it's like, sweet, this person's, this person setting that intention, let's like kind of send them uh, what, what they're ready for. Um, just going back real quick, I just wanted to be able to read some of the comments I was asking before about um, people who might have had dreams of loved ones who have passed on. Um, Mirza, one of, one of our Patreon supporters as well, says, My friend who committed suicide visits me in my dreams and plays jokes on me. It's cute, and it's usually around their birthday. That's fascinating, Mirza. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, I'm not sure, uh, Fairy Farm Girl, Elizabeth, also one of our Patreon supporters says, my grandmother shows up in my dream time when I am in need of comfort to move through a deep hurt. They give me hugs and some advice on how to accelerate um, my walking through my grief. Beautiful, Elizabeth. So like, that's very, very powerful to be able to hear that. Thank you for sharing. Um, da, 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 da. I'm not entirely sure if there were other ones related to that specific topic, but that's okay. We'll just kind of keep moving on. So any, uh, just focusing on the, the emphasis of the dream journal practice, um, if Kristen or Kayla, if either of you want to jump in with any more insight and in how having a dream journal has helped you or any other tips related to that, even more advanced tips, go right ahead. Um, Kristen, passing it over to you when you're ready. Sure. So um, definitely with the dream journal, it's really great because you can jot down random if it's you know if, it, if things are coming to you more in like colors or shapes you can always write those down and then look it up later and kind of see like what did that mean what was the relevance um, sometimes if it's more of a storyline or maybe a lesson to be learned uh, it's kind of nice to be able to write it down just to be able to remember it because like you said whenever you first wake up you just got a very short period of time to get that kind of written down and then otherwise it, it kind of just floats off so um, really just being able to be consistent and know that you can always learn even in very small ways. So um, just being consistent and having that um, there for yourself to access. It's really a tool for you to be able to better understand your own dreams and what's going on inside of them and how you can really grow or share with others. So Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Well said. And And so have you like when did you start? um dream journaling was that would have would have been when you were younger yeah so I, I i would say it was probably around when i was like 12 or 13 um wow. i remember going to the library in town and just getting books on um dreams and what they mean and how to um kind of interpret what's going on because like i said mine have always been very um strongly emotionally charged i always wake up feeling very emotionally connected with whatever events were happening um like i said whether good or bad so it really started at an early age, but then as it progressed, as I got older, the dreams, I guess, became more intense. And so really journaling became a lot more important because it wasn't so much um, interesting or fun or cool. It was more of like, hey, there's something here that I need to learn for myself or I need to learn for others. And so just really um, being able to keep track of that, like I said, really is just a good tool to be able to keep for yourself. And um focus <laughs> yeah it, it, yeah and just having it there you know just having it there even as a reminder you know and when you just like yes. see it on your table next to your bed you're just like oh right okay dreams yeah, yeah that's important so it's like or if you have a random thought later in the day you're like yeah. oh wait that maybe that had to do with that dream you can even write mm -hmm. it down during the day too i know there's a lot of times i've gone back and like 
reread the story and tried to better understand like, hey, oh, mm. this was something that I missed, you know? So it's always kind of like, especially if you're really actively trying to remember your dreams, um, you do tend to have those little snippets come back throughout the day. So yeah. um, just having, being able to put that story complete, because if you're not paying attention, sometimes you might miss really important um, you know, messages. So mm-hmm. you get you know, chopped up bits and pieces. You're not getting the whole story. So you might not be able to process it correctly. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, and even for, you know, for the, for the dream journals, one of the things that you can use them for is literally even just to like write out intentions before going into the dream, you know? So like, I know some people do it like that, where they'll literally like maybe write a question that they might have before entering into the dream space. And then like, you can literally do it that way. You like write a question and then you like leave a spot for the answer and then you kind of see uh, what comes through. So again, that possibility is there within the dreams. Um, Again, it's crazy to literally just think that, you know, if you were to just kind of imagine dreams at like their highest capacity, if you were just like a fully awakened master, so to speak, which in some ways we all are, we're just remembering that we are. And in that practice what would it be like you know it it could literally be this thing where there's just like this super kind of like clear form of communication and they could be like okay like here's my question go into it and it would almost be like you know you're going into the dream and it's like you're like going into like the the spiritual version of google and and the universe will kind of like give you an answer based on like a collective of resources and everything um so yeah there's a few ways in which we can use a dream journal And, and again even just um being able to uh, this is a simple tip but obvious um for those of you who are keeping a dream journal have it as a separate journal so if you have like a day journal or just like a journal for just like random notes have a separate journal for your dreams that way so it's like it's easier for you to manage and it's just again like that little extra step of intention whatever you can do to bring more intention towards that practice the better i would say so um we'll move into again just some more tips and tricks and then we're going to get close to uh wrapping up the broadcast with our meditation uh in the next little bit and and again as much as we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours we are going to wrap it up but we'll be back here again for another one and plus i can feel like my voice is getting pretty uh pretty tired this is my third broadcast uh for today fourth actually technically crazy right um but anyways uh kayla did you want to mention anything related to the dream journal before we just move on to the next topic yeah um you know, I just received a download and I would just, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I encourage you to go through these dream journals you're keeping and go back through them from time to time. And you'll be able to see, you know, in a much clearer light at some point, you know, and be able to relate to something that was going on in your life at that point, or be able to look back and be like, oh, this had to do, like this happened, you know, the, the next month, you know, maybe that had you know, some connections there as well. I think it's a very powerful tool to be able to, um, to go back and see some things that you might have missed, you know, initially in the dream, because we don't, it is this connection to the higher realm. And sometimes they're not, they're not, we wake up and we're like, what was that? And then a month later, we're like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Like I, for me, like I, I'll share this. I have a lot of signs come through in my dream and there was an ex-boyfriend and you know I kind of always had these dreams that he was being shady behind my back and you know I should have paid a lot more attention to that because then when it came down to reality I was able to look back on those and be like oh well these are real situations that came to fruition almost and you know just pay attention because like I said from my personal experience you know 
I wasn't paying attention to my dreams until I, you know, basically flipped the stove. So we are flip flip the stove. They're, I they're feel very like important. Like and I, I don't know how to stress that anymore. And I don't know who needed to hear about the reviews, but mm -hmm. I think I'm going to do that as well. You know, take some time to do that as well. I, I like the idea of like flipping the stove being like some sort of figure of speech now. You're like, it wasn't until I flipped the stove. You're like, what is she talking about? What? Oh, dreaming. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's funny. Um, thank you. Thank you, Kayla, as well. And, and yeah, again, you know, like sometimes it's crazy sometimes when dreams can actually be like so literal where they'll literally just be like, yo, like you need to focus here. Like you need to pay attention here. And then sometimes if we're not fully conscious. We'll, be, we'll just be like, la, 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 do, 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 do. And the dreams are like, pay attention. Like we're sending you a message, da, 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 da. And then suddenly, you know, it happens in your reality. And then you're just like, oh yeah, like now I get, but again, it's kind of this process of like, you know, once you get the lesson, then you don't have to repeat it. And then sometimes you go through that where it's just like in retrospect, you're like, whoa, I'm going to, now that I realize that the dreams were sending a message, I'm going to pay attention even more in, in the future. So again, you know, like that's the thing when you're working with your dreams, it's actually a way to be able to develop more grace within your reality, because basically the dreams can almost be like giving you information about the future before it arrives. It can help you with decision-making process. And so if you're paying attention there, the dreams are basically saying like, yo, we're giving you the data you need to help you with this decision-making process. You can figure this out. Like, here's what you need, opposed to just kind of ignoring them going through and then having a backstep, so to speak. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different ways in which, again, the dreams are here to serve you. Like the dreams literally are your higher self in many cases here to be able to assist you and to give you that like recon, that foresight um, in terms of how to be able to, you know, navigate the lessons to come. So, um, okay, we'll, we'll move into some more uh, just like tips um, before we wrap this up. One of the things I was just going to mention before we forget, um, another very, very uh, worthwhile thing to mention is the idea of cultivation of energy, in particular cultivation of sexual energy. This is very important in relation to dreams, something they talk about a lot within uh, like the Eastern and esoteric practices um, for males and for females. Uh, and obviously I can only speak from my own experience of being a male, but again, basically this idea of like, the energy that we cultivate um, through our sexual organs within our testes or our ovaries for females, this energy literally like moves through our body as vital, like into the vital, like it moves as vitality into the rest of our body, into their organs, but also into our energetic body. It's almost like charging up a battery. And so again, if we're taking that and we're constantly discharging it, you know, we're constantly like spilling our cup, so to speak. And again, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with like orgasms and ejaculation, but it's all about moderation and just understanding that within the practice when you cultivate that that energy can actually be used to be able to focus more on your dreams to be able to move that into being able to enhance your awareness within dreams so this is where like even related to astral projection based on some teachings they'll basically say that like in order to be able to like fully at like astral project which is again basically we haven't talked about too much on this broadcast we probably won't but basically again this idea where like if you like go into a deep state state of meditation you can literally like project your consciousness outside of your physical body to be able to like navigate this physical dimension um but then also to be able to move into dimensions beyond it within some teachings they literally say that like in order to be able to do that it requires the cultivation of the sexual energy because that sexual energy it's almost like it's almost like crystallizing the etheric body, the astral body, the energetic body, 
So again, for those of you who may be new to the dream practices, I would just encourage you to keep that in mind. But again, that that practice of cultivation of that energy is just going to help overall vitality, overall willpower, overall um, decision making process. So even just the practice of cultivating that energy is just going to help you get more aligned with being like, okay, like I'm showing up for my dreams, like I'm making this choice. And then you follow through uh, with that willpower. But again, everything I say, it's really not just about like doing and doing not. It's more about just developing a healthy relationship that works for you. Um, Kayla, Kristen, do you guys have anything to add on to that? Again, I'm, I'm open to it. Otherwise we'll just keep moving along. Otherwise um, that's totally fine. Kayla. Yeah. Go I, for just, it. I just want to second, you know, and really back that up, what you said, you know, the cultivation of that energy and not, you know, unconsciously letting it go. And then, you know, even as you've mentioned before, just being aware of that and then touching a little bit on the ancient Egyptian practice, this goes back a long time. You know, this goes back a long time. They're doing this. They were, they were more aware of that energy than most of us will ever be in this lifetime. Um, So that is one of the most important things in, you know, a spiritual practice is not letting that energy, that massive release of energy slip away from you you know, not just with dreams, but everyday life, you know, it it can really take a toll on you. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, like, absolutely. Again, like, once that energy is like, really kind of, you know, cultivated and worked with, like, it, it will enhance your dreams if the intention is there. And it will help you remember your dreams, it will help you achieve lucidity as well. Um, yeah, so, so, so powerful, just like overall, again, and for those of you who may be new to that, you know, just take it very gently with yourself, explore it, see what it feels like, work on it, repeat, repeat, repeat. Um, but yeah, just again, like this is where this type of knowledge that we're talking about here, I've never seen anything about this on the news. Like I was never taught this in school. They never taught me about the importance of cultivating this energy. They never taught me about dream journal. They never taught me about metaphysics and consciousness. So again, this is we're learning things that maybe, you know, even for those of you who are tuning into this, this may be the first time that you're hearing this, but it's never too late just to begin, you know, reclaiming your power. And that's essentially, again, part of the intention of this broadcast is literally about reclaiming our sovereignty, reclaiming our power as, again, conscious beings, being able to tap into more of our multidimensional awareness and our multidimensional multidimensional identity. And again, part of that identity is our ability to be able to consciously show up for those dream practices as well. Kristen, did you want to add in anything related to that topic? Um, I didn't. I wanted to say um, earlier about in intuition in your dreams. I know it, yeah. sometimes um, like your intuition definitely does show through your dreams, but do know too that sometimes um, don't, don't read too much into things, you know, because everything has a, it, it's not a concise meaning. So, you know, definitely like for example your let's say you're concerned about significant other um you know talking to somebody else and so you have a dream that your significant other is talking to somebody else it could just be your um subconscious worries in, infecting those you know dream spaces as well so you know sometimes yes it absolutely is intuition but sometimes it could just be your own um worst enemy talking to you so yeah, that's all I had to say. Uh, absolutely. That's a very good point. And that's where, again, you know, with with dreams, understanding kind of like the dynamics of how dreams work. Um, it, it's very it's very complex in, in its own way in terms of the dreams where like sometimes what you're seeing in front of you may be something like which you can interpret very literally. But then other times what you're seeing is actually more of like a projection of something that is internal. 
you know, and that's where, again, like even within dreams, like, and this is stuff based on, again, like Gnostic teachings, they'll basically explain this to you where like the majority of the characters who you meet in dreams are like projections of you. They're not actually like really conscious. Like they're actually more just kind of like, like they're, it's weird. I know it's hard to explain, but yeah, they're projections of something inside of you. But there are times where you'll meet another character in a dream and it actually will be like a conscious being it will be like its own consciousness so a lot of and, and kind of with what Kristen's saying a, a big part about the dream practice is actually being able to develop discernment you know being able to develop like you know like what was i looking at there in, in my dream and and should i interpret that literally or should i see that from a more emotional level because you're right like usually within dreams that is a great place for us to become aware of like unresolved like uncertainty and fears and past traumas and things and and absolutely like i've 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 had conversations about that you know like with my with my own girlfriend just like in conversations um not necessarily about like us but just in the past and and even for myself i've had those dreams where it's like yeah like kind of again going back to what kayla was saying these dreams of again you know like a significant other like cheating on you and stuff like that um, and then when I've awoken from those dreams, opposed to just like kind of like thinking of it literally, it was more so um, the choice to be able to observe that and to be able to focus on the importance of being able to understand that like trust and clear communication is something very important to me. You know, so there's a couple different angles that you can choose to see it from. Um, so it's always important to be able to kind of look at the layers to our dreams and kind of get curious. I think that's actually one of the most important tips to be able to suggest to people is like get really curious about your dreams why why did this show up and where can you kind of you know how where can you kind of like draw the source from it from um especially when it, they are those like emotionally charged dreams and that's where again you know within dreams and even within life sometimes we'll experience things that we don't want in order to be able to get clear on what we do want so to speak so that's usually a case that that, that will show up within dreams all the time um, thank you, Kristen, for that. Um, so we're, we're going to kind of just keep jumping around here for a little bit more. I wanted to just be able to kind of summarize any sort of like additional, um, again, words of inspiration for people who may be tuned into this. I'm just thinking in terms of like other practical tips. Um, again, meditation is obviously one that we always want to be able to acknowledge because like meditation is a practice of being able to like relax the mind and also being able to focus the mind as well. So this is where, you know, how you fall asleep is actually very important to the dreams that you'll incubate. So again, if you fall asleep with like Netflix on in the background and you just kind of like watch it until you just pass out, that's going to be a little bit different opposed to, you know, like turning off your technology, putting your phone like on the other side of the room, setting it to airplane mode. That's actually very practical too. like set your phone to airplane mode that way. So like the EMFs aren't interfering, which is a whole nother thing in itself. Like that, you know, like do EMFs affect our consciousness? Like, yes, in some way. And do they affect our dreams? Yes, in some way. This is why. You know, if you were to go like dream in the middle of a city and then suddenly go out camping and then practice dreaming there, you'll find that like your dreams will be different. Again, like there's less, in, in, there's less noise, there's less interference. It's kind of, again, it's kind of like this like science that we don't really have a, a way of fully being able to explain yet, but it can still be experienced. Um, so again, you know, just the, the practices related to how we fall asleep um, and using something such as meditation to be able to kind of like, fall asleep almost in like a meditative state where you're kind of like intentionally just being aware of the breath 
and even just kind of like doing this process where you're just kind of like beginning to imagine things within your imagination that can kind of like segue into the dream. Um, for me, uh, growing up, there was always kind of like a scene that I would play out as I was falling asleep where basically like I would imagine myself like with like wings, like, like almost like angel wings. And I would imagine myself kind of like diving off a cliff. Um, it was almost like a scene that was inspired by like an anime that I used to watch back in the day. But what I would focus on is I would focus on like feeling the wings, like with as much detail as possible. Like I would feel like the muscles of them, if that makes sense. And I, and I would just kind of focus on that. And I would just kind of like imagine myself kind of like flying and I would just kind of like keep doing this with as much detail as possible, much like the meditations that we do in the morning where we're flexing that detail through our senses. And then from there to just kind of like transition into the dream. And then sometimes I would kind of transition where the dream would kind of be a continuation of the meditation. So there is this idea of kind of like wake, wake induced lucid dreaming um, known as the wild technique where, yeah, you're literally like focusing and drawing out the scene and that's where the meditation comes in play and then you kind of like segue into the hypnagogic into the alpha brainwave um, and then the dream kind of continues from there so again meditation is very powerful just for being able to clear the mind before we go to bed um, just being able to bring awareness to the breath relaxing the nervous system decompressing and again just getting into this place where you're just like okay like i am ready to receive you know show me you know show me what i need to see what i need to see type thing so um, yeah, again, you know, dream journal, meditation, being aware of, you know, food, cannabis, things that we're ingesting that will affect our body physiologically, cultivation of energy, um, lots of other more advanced techniques in terms of like um, reality checks, if you're starting to get more into the lucid dreaming side of things. But um, the other, but, but those are kind of the most, the four most important ones, like the dream journal, the meditation, um, and again, just being aware of like substances and stuff like that. Cultivation of energy is important too, but not the most important depending on how you're approaching it. Um, but the other one I'll just say real quick and then we'll just pass the talk and stick around. That's very important is community. Like this is actually something that they literally talk about within like the esoteric teachings where they're basically like, yeah, in order to be able to like fully advance within like further, further elements of your dream practice, having a community is essential because you want to be able to have a place where you can communicate with others, where you can practice sharing your dreams, where you can practice asking questions, where we can practice having discussions like this. And I remind, um, for the leading members, for the, those of you who are Patreon supporters within our chat, within our team chat, um, we have like a specific channel that's basically like a team dream log. Um, so if you guys want to get into the habit of using that a little bit more, absolutely, please feel free. You don't have to use it all the time. Um, it's something I want to be able to get more into the habit of as well. But even just for each of us to kind of begin using it collectively, it will just naturally kind of like build up momentum. And that's where, again, like as a community, like it's really cool to see like the collective momentum that we can begin to build as we start focusing more on our dreams. And then, you know, we'll start showing up more in each other's dreams and get really, really, really epic and dynamic in that sense. So, um, yeah, again, for those of you within the team chat, the discord channel, uh, feel free to like leave notes on, on your dream logs, uh, in the chat and, uh, just as a way to be able to support and inspire each other. So with that said, we're going to get close to the end of the broadcast. Um, we'll get close to our meditation. Um, Chris and Kayla, I just wanted to be able to pass it over to you, to you as, uh, just how, you know, if for anything else that you want to share in terms of, you know, suggestions for people who are perhaps even new to the dream practice, or even just words of inspiration for, for all of our community members, for all the fellow dreamers out there. So, um, Chris and Kayla, any sort of thoughts to kind of move towards wrapping up the broadcast, if you would like, go ahead, Kayla, and then we'll pass it over to Kristen. 
I just, um, I made a note earlier in the day to share a few of the herbs that I have found that if you're setting the intention to, you know, be more lucid or be more aware during a dream, that you can use these plants. I'm a big believer in plant medicine, but these plants that the earth has provided us and, you know, make a tea out of it, brew it, set the intention while you're brewing the tea and, you know, have that go into your dream. But Damiana, Tulsi, and Mugwort are the three, my favorite blend. Um, I call it sleep like the dead because it puts us into that deep relaxation. Even some of these herbs even relax the neuros like system. I'm probably not saying that right, but it relaxes your entire body to where even like to move, it's a little more difficult. You know, you don't toss and turn as much you're able to get more out of your dreams with these herbs and I know there's a couple others that are useful as well <coughs> absolutely yeah uh so yeah so you were saying mugwort and what was the other one that you mentioned <coughs> sorry sorry no problem go, go ahead I've been working on my throat chakra for like 10 years now um you're doing great so Damiana Tulsi yes. and mugwort Damiana, Tulsi, and Mugwort. So for anybody, again, you know, feel free to take notes of that. But but yeah, again, the fact that there are literally dream like herbs that like influence our dreams is like mind blowing in itself, you know? Because again, it's basically like nature's like, here you go, like here's tools, like we want you to be able to explore this, like this is a part of your consciousness. So yeah, so definitely. And and have you worked with those much yourself? Like what what difference do you notice when you work with some of those dream teas? Um, well, so I started researching these herbs because of my sleepwalking. You know, I didn't want, my doctor suggested putting me on um, Ativan and I didn't, I didn't want to take that. So I'm like, well, what plants can kind of give that same effect to my body that will, like, even if I want to get up and walk out, like, you know, my body will be almost dead, you know, like not able to move. Um, so I started researching that and I've, I use them a lot. I, I Another one I want to bring up is ghost pipe. It's a really powerful um, extract that can be found. Um, I was actually gifted my first one by a dear friend of mine, but it's a flower. It's almost translucent. When you extract it, it's um, this deep purple color and you can use that to connect as well. I try to use that during full moons when the energies, you know, at its highest peak, I've had a lot of like, really powerful, powerful downloads from the ghost pipe. But then, you know, if I'm just trying to get to those brain waves where I am lucid, I'm aware while I'm dreaming and I can make the most of that time, that's when I will, you know, dedicate myself to brewing that tea before bed and setting that intention. And a lot of this happens, my dreams are sending me messages way before I started meditating. And this has actually helped me incorporate, you know, some of these intense visions I would get while dreaming. Now I can be in those realms while meditating. I used to see nothing while meditating. When I first started, I, I saw nothing. And I'm like, is this, is this how we're supposed to do this? Like, you know, is this right? And I just encourage you to, to stick in there with whatever stage you're at, because it's a hell of a journey and it i'm just so grateful every day you know waking up and having these abilities in this community as well to be able to discuss these topics you know that are somewhat taboo in you know the normal realm of things 
yeah and i think it's even it's it's kind of bizarre even just to think about the idea that like talking about dreams is taboo you know it's, it's I know. Like, what? like that's so that just sounds so i don't know like it's weird but but again i think it's I think the reason why they're taboo is because dreams are inherently so weird and they're so beyond what we are capable of normally being able to explain. You know, it takes a lot of intention and work to be able to explain like the concept of dreams, um, just like in, in a conversation like this, which is, again is why I'm so passionate about this circle is because it gives us a chance to practice. You know, if we didn't have these talks like we wouldn't be having you know more of an expanded understanding of dreams so this is a chance for us as consciousness to literally come here and to like start you know being mirrors for each other and just be like yo let's piece this together we've all been dreaming we've all been learning and now here we are sharing together and uh again and just taking those important steps forward together as a team and as a community so Kayla, thank you again for for sharing and for being a part of the circle tonight really appreciate yeah, it I think, so. I think it's really important to to remember that we're not alone in this like, even though it feels like that sometimes, you know, especially when we have these really just insane experiences, stuff that you can't make up, you know, there's not much that surprises me anymore. When I first started, I didn't have anybody to talk to about these things. And if I did, I, I felt like I was going to be put in like the loony bin almost. So it's nice to have people that are going through the same experiences that you can mirror and say, hey, you know, this isn't yeah. imagination. This is really happening. We have the ability to travel in the astral realm and we can use this and we can use these tools that we're given to, to build on that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, that's where like part of the reason why I'm so passionate about this is just like, okay, we are where we are right now. Like if we were to like really focus on this, where would we be in like a year from now? Where would we be in five years? Where would we be in 10 years? You know? So again, like what we're doing here is kind of laying down the track work for a future that is possible. And, and again, you know, you just, if you were to just like, imagine like advanced civilizations spiritually advanced civilizations you would assume that dreaming would be a big part of you know their experience and everything so yeah it's just absolutely fascinating to to know that again just by us having this conversation we're we're kind of like bridging that gap between ourselves and and what is possible and again i i think that like dreams are like this like new frontier you know it's almost like the wild wild west where not a lot of people are tapped into it but for those of you who are starting to explore it like you are the vanguards you are pioneers and again we're bringing back this wisdom and this knowledge as well to be able to share it with community and 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 to like you know return from these otherworldly places and be able to be like you know like this is there this is out there this is possible and again it's all it's all in here as well so that's what being a multi-dimensional being is about it's being able to understand that through this body this this interdimensional vehicle that we have we have the uh, c capability of accessing these dimensional spaces um and through these spaces we can communicate with other beings we can learn about our past lives our future lives we can connect with ancestors we can receive information from the future we can practice creating we can practice tapping into more of our our, our ability as conscious creators and we can bring that back as inspiration to be able to show up and to continue to awaken within this dimension and so that is a big thing so as we continue to awaken within our dreams inevitably it also helps us awaken here and now within this dimension as well so awesome kayla thank you so much go ahead we'll pass it to you i just wanted yep. to touch um on this because i feel like you know in essence my dreams is what helped me with meditation you know like at the beginning I'm like i don't even know if i'm doing this right like i'm not seeing what 
they're saying is see, you know, I'm seeing is completely different. And I think it's very important to know that whatever you are seeing in your dreams or in meditation, whatever experience you're having is exactly what you are supposed to experience in that moment for yourself. Mm-hmm. We're not, the, we are the same and we are all connected, but we're having our own experiences and not com- the comparison will really, can really drag you down. Um, so just know that whatever experiences you're having, you know, is what is meant for you in that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, there, and there's always more. So again, I think when you know that like your intention is kind of like what's setting the sail here. So again, for those of you who may be fairly new to a lot of this dreaming journey, like you are just getting started and it's going to it, like any journey, it's going to kind of have like, you know, like ups and down waxing and waning. And for many people, you know, there'll be periods where they'll be like really focused on their dreams and then other periods where maybe less so. But again, just knowing that that that, that is there, that that is possible and, and it is just inviting you to be able to explore it deeper. And and again, through dreams, it's an opportunity for us to be able to connect with more of ourselves. You know, that's, that's one of the ways that I simplify it. This is a chance for us to be able to connect with like kind of like our higher self or 50 consciousness and integrate it uh, into this 3D body and, and continue to just show up. And, you know, it's an interesting thing to just kind of like walk around in the 3D reality and just un- and in, in your heart and through your own experience, just know and just be like, okay, like I know that I am more than this, but I'm still like very present in this moment. So again, it's like every single night, within our dreams or where whenever you're napping even on you know the middle of the day like it is a psychedelic ceremony and when you really approach it with that sacredness and that reverence like that will really give you the opportunity to receive uh the gifts and the medicine that that it has for you in this moment it's a very sacred thing and so again just inviting everyone to really begin seeing their dreams in that through that lens and just getting excited about the ways that they can deepen their relationship with dreams so Cool. Kayla, we're going to get close to just moving into our closing meditation here real quick. Is there anything else you just want to mention for all the other dreamers tuned in right now? And thank you again for being a, a wonderful voice to the conversation tonight. I think I'm good. You know, I just, you know, really for me, this is such a personal class and I'm so happy to be here and to be able to experience this because dreams are where it all started for me, you know, and then that kind of came into my 3D life. Okay you're supposed to be doing things here. And then I was able to, you know, take these steps. And now, you know, in meditation, I can visualize like so quickly, I'm able to drop into that space. So just don't, don't ignore your dreams and don't ignore any of the messages. You know, I want to touch back on, you know, fully being present when we are talking with other, you know, people throughout our day, you know, coincidences, numbers, synchronicities, like, Start listening to those. Start paying a little more attention and see where that takes you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So awesome. Kayla, thank you again. It's a, it's been an exciting class once again. And thank you to those of you who have been here, who have been tuning in either live or in the future. Again, literally just by you tuning into this broadcast, you're literally, again, just kind of like bringing in more of that alignment and intention where you're telling the universe like, hey, I'm interested in this topic. I'm interested in learning. I'm interested in developing this practice. So kudos to you for for taking the step just to be able to tune in for this conversation. And, And again, I encourage you to, you know, look up more about this topic, listen to other podcasts, learn more from other people on YouTube and everything like that. There is a there is an infinite depth of resources available for you for this topic. So it really just comes down to to your your own personal choice uh, in terms of focusing towards this intention. So 
Beautiful. All right, we're gonna move into uh, our, our meditation. So again, th this meditation is basically focused around this idea of arriving at what we refer to as the dream tree. And so again, this draws back to the idea that within dreaming, again, it, it's a chance for us to actually be able to have shared dream experiences. We didn't talk too much about this, this broadcast, um, but again, it's something that is worth exploring again in future discussions where it's like, what happens when two people are able to kind of like arrive at a single location within the astral realms consciously through their dreams and then you know theoretically even be able to awaken it to the next day and be like yo like i saw you there did you see me there like oh my god that happened like that can happen that has happened uh, i've had a few experiences like that i know other people have had experience like that but again the possibilities there and the possibility of that it makes it what is worth you know striving for and working towards so again what we're doing here I'm just going to invite people to start getting comfortable for the meditation and, and I'll guide you through it. So even just set your space up as I'm explaining this. For those of you who've been here before, you know that we do this at the end of every dream class. The practice that we're going to do here, we're going to imagine ourselves in a field and then off in the distance, we're going to see this very magical tree. Um, the same tree that you actually see like in the cover photo for, for this broadcast on YouTube. And so this tree is basically like in this field and, and in this dimension, you can almost imagine the sky being like almost like space. It's like nebula where it's like it's it's not really nighttime. It's almost like daytime, but the space like the sky is like like filled with like beautiful galaxies and everything. So very dreamlike in, in its own way. And what we're going to do, we're going to visualize ourselves floating towards this tree and focusing on it as with as much detail as possible. And then we're going to arrive at this tree and then we're basically going to practice connecting with the tree, connecting our intentions with it, developing the, this relationship with it, this dream tree. And there's going to be other dreamers around the tree. So we're basically anchoring in a narrative, a story. And then through this meditation, I encourage you to kind of use the story here to be able to keep it in the back of your mind. And then think about it during the day, set the intention to arrive there in your own practices, in your own dreams, and even to kind of like meditate through this narrative, even as you're falling asleep as well. And so basically there will be other people kind of around the tree and then we'll just kind of close it off with just kind of sitting under the tree and then we'll return ourselves back to our physical body. Um, the other thing worth mentioning is that above the tree, this is like going way back to when we first started doing this, um, you can imagine like the paradigm shift sigil above the tree. Um, give me two seconds here. I just want to grab the button so I can show you. For those of you on video, um, I'm just holding one of the buttons of the paradigm shift sigil. So this sigil, this symbol that we have, um, this is like the sigil that like is encoded with the intentions of the community. It's about, you know, like focus and intention. This si symbol, this sigil, which looks like a, like a star or a compass almost, you can imagine this almost like floating above the tree and it's kind of like sending out a pulse, sending out a signal. It's like a beacon or like a lighthouse that kind of calls forth the other dreamers. So you can visualize that as well. So with that said, I'm just inviting everyone to get ready for this meditation. Um, so just encouraging you to even if you just want to like turn off your lights, and allow yourself to get nice and comfortable, get a drink of water. This will only be maybe like a 10 minute meditation. It won't be too long. And thank you again to the other people who are on air. For those of you listening in the future, check the uh, YouTube info for links to um, the featured creators on tonight's broadcast. Um, for example, for Kayla, you can find Kayla at Ethereal Energy on TikTok. Um, and you can also find uh, uh, Lex was BB Witchery and um, Kristen, I have to double check because I know she just changed her TikTok. But again, uh, if you're listening to this live, check back on the YouTube info within 24 hours for updated links 
for the uh, creators featured within this broadcast. Um, Kristen says, uh, thank you again. She was actually, uh, it looks like her phone just ran out of batteries. So that's why she had to jump out. So thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Lex. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, everybody else who's been a part of this conversation. And again, for those of you tuning in on YouTube and into the future, uh, thank you, thank you so, so much for being here and for adding your intention to this practice as a community. So with that said, let's move into this closing meditation then we're gonna wrap up this broadcast, so. Okay. <clears throat> so just allow yourself to find a place where you can bring yourself into a place of comfort, bring yourself into a place of stillness, allow your body to relax. Even if you wish, you can even choose to lay down while listening to this meditation, whatever works for you. So as you gently close your eyes, straighten up your spine, relax your shoulders, relax your face, we'll gently begin here by connecting with the breath. Deep, gentle inhales through the nose and the mouth. And soft, gentle exhales. Deep, gentle inhales. And with each exhale, just giving your nervous system permission to relax. Continuing to breathe here, we're gently just going to calibrate our body. <clears throat> Excuse my voice. And to calibrate our body, we're gonna imagine a white light at the center of our chest. And this white light is gonna move throughout your body and wherever you imagine this white light moving to, it's gently just gonna relax that part of the body. So you feel this white light moving across your chest, around your shoulders, down your arms, all the way down to your fingers. Feeling this energy, visualizing it move through your torso, your ribs, your hips past your groin, your thighs, your knees, all the way down to your toes, allowing those parts of the body to relax. Feeling this white light, this warming, relaxing energy moving up through your spine, straightening up your spine even just a little bit. Feeling it move through your face, the back of your neck, all the way to the top of the head. So just taking a moment here to just breathe into this moment. And from here, we'll slowly focus on turning our attention inwards. So in this moment, imagine yourself in this field at a distance from the dream tree. And standing in this field, you can feel the texture of the grass beneath your feet. And this grass is a little bit higher up, so you can actually even like touch it with your fingers. It's almost like waist high grass. So just feel the grass between your fingers right now, allowing your senses to just bring you into this moment with as much detail as possible. You look and you see the tree off in the distance and it's this beautiful, magical tree, imagining it with as much detail as possible, seeing an aura around it, these beautiful colors like purples and greens and golds a life force just pulsating through it. 
And above the tree, you can see the paradigm shift sigil floating there, pulsing like a beacon. And so in this moment, I want you to imagine gently lifting your body, floating your body into the air with ease as if there's like a helium balloon expanding within you. And through the will of your focus, move towards the tree simply by focusing in that direction. And you feel your body moving through the air. And as you do this, take a moment to look up at the sky. You see these like galaxies in the sky. It's just absolutely beautiful. And as you bring your attention towards the tree in front of you, as you slowly come closer to it, you can see other people gathered around this tree. Other people gathered in community and ceremony and celebration. People dancing, giving massage, working on arts, sitting in circle, doing martial arts, yoga, having conversation, just feeling an overwhelming sense of, of love and joy and connection coming from this space. And so slowly imagine yourself arriving at the space of the tree as you feel the exact moment when your feet return down onto the grass. And you are now underneath the tree. And as you look up at this tree, you see it in all its beautiful glory. This tree is not just like a normal tree. It has this beautiful etheric energy pulsating through it. You can almost see like sparkles on it, like diamonds and crystals built into the fabric of this tree. And so as everybody else is just hanging around the tree, feeling you feel the vibration of the shared space, the joy, the love of it. And you walk up to the tree. And as you walk up to it, gently reach your hand out and put your hand on the trunk of the tree, paying attention to the exact moment when you touch the tree, the exact moment that your fingers make contact with the bark. And as you feel the texture of the tree, allow yourself to feel its rhythm through you and move yourself closer. And in this moment, imagine wrapping your arms around the tree, even though the trunk is probably bigger than you can even wrap your arms around. And we're just going to take a few moments here to connect with this tree and to breathe with it to literally breathe. So breathe a little bit deeper, even just holding it on the, on the inhale and the exhale at the top. And as you're in this space, just take a moment here to be able to focus your love on this tree. And as you do this, you're actually crystallizing it into reality. You're actually like adding reality to it you're adding intention to it you're actualizing it so that it continues to become more accessible for others within the shared dream space this tree has a presence to it it actually exists within higher dimensional planes it is something that we can return to at all times and for those of you who are familiar with our friday morning broadcast which of course we'll be doing tomorrow at the time of this recording this is the same tree, the tree of life, the dream tree. It has many names. So this is a very, very sacred tree. And as you hug it in this moment, you breathe your love into it while also receiving its energy as well. This 
cooling, calming, nurturing, motherly-like energy, feeling its roots deeply connected into the earth, feeling its wisdom and feeling its, its branches expanding above, connecting as above, so below. And so we're just going to take a few moments here as you really just express gratitude for this tree and you, de you deepen your relationship with it with as much focus on the details and the sensations, the feeling within your heart, and just breathing with it. Speak to it. Just tell it how grateful you are for it not just of what the tree is, but also what it represents, our shared connection within the dream space. So feeling this energy moving up through the tree, feeling it move through your body, synchronizing your biorhythms with it. Gently imagine yourself slowly releasing your hug, but then taking a moment here to sit down in lotus position at the base of the tree and so now you imagine yourself sitting there with your spine against the trunk of it and as you breathe here straighten up your spine a little bit more and you feel this energy moving up through its trunk moving parallel to your spine feeling its energy moving through you and you can take a moment here to just kind of look around and you just see all of these beautiful people in this space, all these dreamers, familiar faces, people tuned into this broadcast, friends, shifters, light guardians from all corners of the dream gathered here with intention, with community to celebrate, to create, to hold space, to heal, to love, to grow, to learn, to dream. And so breathe here for a few more moments, feeling this connection. Beautiful. And before we conclude this part of the meditation, allow yourself to imagine yourself gently standing back up and just take a moment here to just kind of walk around and say hello to the people at this dream tree even acknowledging their faces with as much detail as possible or even just the sensation of their presence and you can see me somewhere amongst the crowd maybe i'm like doing some like martial arts stuff or something like that or who knows what acro yoga or just dancing and being silly and feel free to come up and say hi to me and if you choose to just taking a moment here where i acknowledge you and look you in the eyes and thank you and tell you how excited I am for you to be here with us. And if you wish, you can just choose to share a moment where we hug and just allowing this part of the story to just deepen your connection to this space, to cultivate this excitement for you to be able to return to it within your own dream time, within your own imagination, knowing that within your heart, we are at this place parallel to this reality right now and so go ahead and take another moment here to just say hello to the people at the tree taking a moment to express your gratitude and when you're ready we're gently just going to take a moment to sit back down at the tree and sit back down in lotus position with our legs crossed or just 
even with our knees up, whatever is comfortable for you within your imagination. And with our spine against this tree. And as we are in this space, before we conclude this part of the meditation, I want you to be open to the idea that this tree has something to say to you in this moment. Something inspiring, something inviting, a piece of wisdom, something to bring with you. And so in these next few moments, I want you to practice listening. Even just allow yourself to create this dialogue within your heart, within your mind. So I'm going to stop talking just for a few moments. And within this space, allow yourself to receive any message that this dream tree has for you, an inspirational message. So take a few moments here, breathe, listen, and hear what the dream tree has to say to you in this moment. Go ahead. Beautiful. And so as you carry this moment in with you in your heart, we're slowly going to begin to prepare to conclude this part of the meditation. But before we do that, remember what this space feels like. Remember the emotional presence that you associate with this space, feelings of joy, excitement, love anticipation in terms of what it is that we will create here, how we will use this space together, what will be cultivated from it. So allowing this feeling to be associated with this memory, this moment, this idea. And from here with your spine still against the tree, feeling its energy moving through you, we're slowly going to bring awareness back to our physical body while holding the intention of returning to this tree, returning to this space within your practices, within your dream. So set that intention within your heart and carry it with you. And so as you continue to breathe here, take a few more deep, gentle breaths. Gratitude for this moment, gratitude for the team, gratitude for the community. Gratitude for our ability to become aware and to share this space as dreamers awakening within the dream. And slowly, we'll bring awareness back to our physical body. And when you're ready, you can gently begin to wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Awesome. And gradually take your time. Welcome back, everyone. Grab a drink of water if you need it. Good job. Good practice. So again, even just by that, by us collectively putting our focus there, it like helps actualize this tree and this connection that we are cultivating with it. So again, for anybody here, I invite you to, to carry that intention with you into your dream practice. 
the idea of being able to arrive there, you can even write it in your journal, be like, okay, I'm going to visit the dream tree or like see at the dream tree. And even within our, our chat, for those of us within the community, you know, like we'll, we'll verbalize, we'll be like, yeah, see at the dream tree tonight. So again, let's keep setting that intention and let's keep uh, showing up with, with, you know, each and every single day to be open to what's possible. So please feel free to leave your comments in the chat for those of you who are still tuned in live on any of the platforms, uh, just with any feedback or even just gratitude you'd like to express for the team, for the community, or even just for that meditation. We're going to wrap up the broadcast in a minute. Kalo, I'll pass it over to you even just to be able to give you an opportunity to just share how that meditation was for you. And, and then from there, we'll, we'll conclude the broadcast. So Kayla, would you like to share anything? How was that meditation for you? Any particular visuals or sensations? Anything? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, the one thing I wanted to share and see if anyone else, you know, might have had the same experience is when, you know, I initially we reached out and, you know, made contact with that too. It's almost like these like elemental beings were all around us. You know, like it sounded like little elves and fairies and that super high pitch, and they were cheering us on. And I, that was such like a unique experience because it's almost like, you know, yay, like you're, we're on the right path. Like keep mm. doing the good work. Like it's, it's, it is making a difference. And, and that's kind of what the tree said to me, you know, when I asked for my message was, you know, it, it, I got, keep going, just keep going. Right. Yeah. No matter what, just keep going. I know things have been hard lately, but at the end of the day, this is, you know, a practice. Don't be so hard on yourself and, and know that, you know, sometimes we do get distracted from our spiritual path or it can get clogged, you know, as I mentioned in my dream that I shared tonight, you know, I said mm. right there, you know, my, my path is clogged, but that's what I got from the truth. Just keep going. You're, you're on the right track. And the, the cheering was so, so <laughs> funny, comical almost. They were laughing like, hee, 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 like these tiny little <laughs> things. creativity. But yeah, that's like confirmation for me, you know, when that's I get the chills or anything like that you're doing the good work and thank you of course Brennan for for cultivating the space and I hope that you continue to put the work in know that it's not going unnoticed thank you thank you thank you as well and that's that's actually cool I've never you're the first person that's ever specifically mentioned like the presence of like fey type beings like at the tree and that's something to keep in mind is that again you know like within this space it's kind of like the merging of realms and that's always been a a big part of the narrative that I've kind of been constructing here with us as a community is this again, we're like world bridgers, you know, in a lot of way, we're dimensional world bridgers. Um, so yeah, I, it makes sense that again, you know, as much as people who we recognize are at the tree, like, yeah, like there's like other like fae and elf and fairy and elementals also there as well with that shared intention of like, you know, celebrating the shift in consciousness that is unfolding. And there's like, yes, the dreamers, they're arriving. Like they're here, they're here for the festival. They're here to dance with us type things. So I can definitely, definitely reminds me of the, uh, like Terrence McKenna where it's like the gnomes have learned a new way to say hooray type. I can't help but not think of that. So. Oh my gosh. That right, didn't even come across my mind. Right. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. That's exactly. They were so excited. Yeah. So much excitement and joy. Oh. They're just like, Whoa! we're doing it we're doing it that's awesome beautiful well i'll definitely uh I'll, i appreciate that i'm gonna hold that that thought within my mind next time we're we're intentionally arriving there within our dream practices so that's awesome so 
Kayla, thank you so much for, for sharing that. And, and again, even just for, for myself, just kind of the message from the tree. Um, again, it was kind of like this idea of understanding that like we are the branches, like we are the tree. So like the work that we're doing, us reaching out, us sharing our knowledge, sharing our art, sharing our kindness, like that is the extension of the tree. Like we are literally like like the children of the tree in that sense. So we carry the intention with us. You know, the physical tree only reaches so far, but energetically we are those branches and we can continue to reach people and, and kind of like continue to build this interconnected network that that is you know just this consciousness that's awakening um kristen uh, the same kristen who's in the broadcast who's now in the youtube chat says the cool breeze that came from the tree gave me chills thank you all for being here oh i love that i love because I, I didn't even mention that the idea of like you know feeling the wind and stuff like that but yeah you can almost like even just thinking of that, I'm like, oh, I can like hear like the the wind through the tree and everything like that. It's a recognizable sound. So awesome. So Kristen, thank you again. Kayla, thank you. Jacob, Lex, uh, everybody who is on air and everybody who's been tuned in in any format live and in the future. Super, super appreciate everybody being here. Uh, it's always a pleasure. It's always an honor to be able to facilitate these broadcasts with you as a team. So again, as we wrap up this broadcast, I'm just going to pass it over to Kayla just for a, a closing thought and just any messages of gratitude before we are on our way and go get some sleep, you know, let's go dream. So uh, I Kayla, like go for it. buzzing now, like almost like I right? ran away two minutes, but um, so just, I just want to mention, you know, as far as we can go up, it's also important to, to envision those same roots that we see at the tree with it coming out of our feet to, and we can use that at any point to ground ourselves. And if you're ever feeling you know, a little dizzy or a little lightheaded, like don't ever underestimate the power of those roots that we all have. And that's, mm -hmm. that's pretty much the last thing I want to say, you know, just so much gratitude for being here tonight. And, you know, it was a lot for me to come on air and on live video, you know, I'm trying to cultivate, and share some of the knowledge that I and experience I have on TikTok. So I'm getting through, breaking through that vulnerability. I feel like tonight was a great step. So just thank you for, you know, and, and plus like the synchronicity of the way that this broadcast even came into my life as a person that told me to write down my dreams years ago is, is so crazy in itself. That's some of the stuff that you just can't make up. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's kind of like the, just a the novelty of the universe at work there when it's like quite obvious. So yeah, that's super cool where it just comes, come in full circle. And again, circle. it'll be exciting to see again, what, what comes out of these, what comes out of the seeds that we're planting here today. So that's, that's exciting. And, and again, Kayla, thank you so much for joining for, for being here and for taking part in this practice. And, and again, just kudos to you. You did wonderful tonight. And, and again, I, I think, you know, even just, conversations that will come out of this I, I would love to just be able to support you and just like you know bringing more of the conversation of dreams maybe over to the tiktok audience or something like that you know because again i think that's something a lot of people are, are hungry for right and and so again you know i think there's a lot more of that conversation to be had and and equally so with everybody here is tuned into this i encourage you to be able to continue these conversations further you know talk to your friends about dreams ask them be like yo like do you have a dream journal like oh i was listening to a podcast or you know like have you heard of lucid dreaming like ask them ask them these questions people are in like in their heart they're 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 thirsty for this but they might not 
they might not feel like they have the place to be able to talk about it. So you can cultivate that place, um, you know, even just through one-to-one -one conversations. So never underestimate that, that ability that each and every single one of us has to be able to hold space for these important conversations that are taking place and that literally are expanding consciousness and encouraging people to connect more with the, the sacred art of the dream, the dream practice. So dreaming is, you know, it's a forgotten art. And the world needs more dreamers. It, it literally needs more dreamers. So, so you are a rebel. You are a revolutionary by choosing to focus on something that that is so so incredibly valuable and important right now, and not just for today, but for the future to come. So, huge thank you again to everybody for being here, for being a part of this story, this ongoing shift in consciousness, this team that we are building, this beautiful community light guardians shifters coming together dreamers awakening within the dream wrapping up this broadcast i just want to remind people that if you're looking for more please feel free to join in for our team meditations monday to friday 10 a.m eastern standard time again on the friday ones that's like our special version where we literally arrive at that same tree but we're there with a different intention where we do our shocker practice meditation and send out powerful intentions into the grid so uh, that's going to be obviously tomorrow at the time of the recording for our thursday broadcast uh, again if you haven't yet make sure you're subscribed on youtube you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Mystic Spider-Man. You can find us on uh, on iTunes at Paradigm Shift Radio. You can connect to our team chat or Discord channel, and you can also join on Patreon if you'd like to be able to support there, which again supports the ongoing broadcast that we do, the work that I do. This is my full-time devotion, and it's an honor uh, to be able to say that because of the support of the community. So thank you. You make this possible, everyone, every single one of you in your support in all forms in our ability to provide this space and this value so that more people can access this information, learn, and to be a part of the story that's unfolding here together. So thank you, Patreon supporters. Thank you, everyone. Um, other ways you can support, you can check out the item shop where you can get shirts, light guarding crystals, um, buttons, all sorts of cool stuff there. And uh, yeah, please feel free to just send me a direct message and please feel free to you know leave some comments on some of the people that you heard during the broadcast here tonight. I'm sure they would love to hear from you uh, if you heard of if you heard them and if you listened to them during the broadcast and you feel inspired to be able to connect with them further absolutely please feel free to do that so um with that said we'll do another dream class probably in about like a month give or take a month and a half we usually have like every so often we do this and we'll return back and we'll have some more stories to share and and just uh yeah we'll take the take it one step at a time and thank you everyone again for being a part of this broadcast and being a part of this community so with that said we're gonna wrap it up so kayla one, um, yeah i was about to say go for it before we go i've been meaning to ask you you say about the shop does your um pendant does it glow yes yeah the the light guarding crystals um, okay because i i feel like i saw it glowing i was questioning whether i was imagining that or if it actually lights up oh it, it definitely lights up i'm just i have one of them here yeah so here this is just showing on camera this is so, okay. the, so these are yeah so these are the light guardian crystals that i make which are also actually used as like dream tools you can like hold this while falling asleep at night you can like literally like keep it in your hand and like hold that but yeah these are like dope real world items quest items and stuff like that but anyways those are available through the shop well yeah i, I saw it glow and right, i went yeah. on the meditations was and i was like i've seen crystals like <laughs> glow and i'm like is that oh it's a magic crystal that's why so yeah yeah and, and again um yeah shameless plug patreon supporters get a discount on those items so yeah for those of you who are interested please by all means uh limited supply on those too so feel free to check them out while you can cool all right perfect awesome happy to share one with you 
All right, Kayla. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again, everyone, so much. We're going to wrap it up here. So, Kayla, go ahead and join me in just making some noise and wishing everybody well as we transition into the dream space. So, thank you again, everyone. We love you. Good night, everyone. Thank you. We love you. Go, team. You got this. See you at the dream tree. All right, much love. Thanks again. Keep it shifty. to Danny Leonardo, whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this broadcast. Be sure to check out more of Danny's work in the YouTube info below. Thank you, Danny.